go. I knew you could do it, guys. You always said I'd be a disappointment, that I'd be not the man I probably loved. You thought that I would trip and fall, but you never see me bang or I live in your head. <laughs> Rent free! All day, every day. And it makes me so happy. So happy. I'm so happy to be back here. With all my super equally evil, horrible, uh, Welcome back, 178. Can you believe that, Phil? <laughs> the uncancelable, the unconquerable. The invincible rage cast. What's up, everybody? Entropy, Rumble, how are you? Of course. All of the other places. What's going on here? I need a haircut. 15 October. A lot of deadlines today. A lot of people walking away from their jobs. And they gotta walk somewhere. You know what happens, guys? When you when you fire this many people on mass, they go home, they got time in their hands, and they sit around and uh, end up listening to podcasts. Whoopsie-doo. Alright. Working excellent over there on the Rumble. Glad to see it. You love to see it. You love to see You love... You love to see it. Don't you really? Don't you love to see it? You love to see it! How's everybody doing? It's Friday. The best kind of Friday. The fuck you make me kind of Friday. And it literally was for some people that I know and probably some more that you did. Because today was one of the days that was put in the calendar of do it or you don't eat. And they said, um, fuck you. <laughs> and now they're not at work. Oh. And um, three of them that I talked to are cops. <laughs> So, I guess you idiots, you idiot commies, you just don't want to have. You just want to have no security whatsoever, no police force, no anything. We're gonna fire all the healthcare workers, do all the nurses and the doctors. We're gonna get rid of all most of those, a whole bunch of those, like 40 percent of them. They're gonna get fired, and the firemen and the EMTs and the you know the people that make the country go. Unfortunately, most of the soldiers have rolled over and did what they were told, like good little boys. But uh, some of you guys out there that are holding out, um, you know, you, you big respect. Um, they're going to force everybody out of a job. And who's going to blink first? That's why I called the stream this. Because, you know, um, you can't really do this. You can You can ignore reality but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. Not forever. And sooner or later, the racist chickens will come home to roost. I did see somebody sent me one of the, uh, a chicken coop that had the, has the, the gang colors up on top of the chicken coop. I thought that was hilarious. Evil chickens, mean evil chickens. 
So, uh, I think I got to refresh this page here. Don't know why it's not performing exactly, but uh, you know, they've they've the government, and it's idiotic, suicidally stupid supporters have fashioned for themselves and engineered a situation uh, where oh now it's just yeah now it doesn't seem to be. Hang on. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give it a second. I guess entropy got taken back down. They're, they're trying to fix something that's going over there. Um, just give that a minute. We'll just, uh, yeah, it is being gay. I understand. They're working on it. Tex, why are you not a, you should be a mod as well. We'll just kill time here for a minute. It's Friday. We got all the time in the world. Um, and always the, um, the replays and everything else are always kept, uh, you know, they're kept on rumble for now. I upload the audio versions, um, to, uh, whatever they're called, you know, or wherever podcasts are done. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta re reestablish all of this stuff here. They're trying to fix it because there's some there's some uh, shenanigans going on. But you know what goes around is all around, right, Ferryman? Right, uh, you know everybody. Entr- no, no, entropy's on my side. They're they're good people over there. They're just uh, somebody doesn't like us talking, and you know, I have a really really short list of who that could be. I'm gonna have to relog in here and oh wait. Is what it is. It's one of these things. I'm gonna try and try and figure out something to say while I simultaneously troubleshoot and, and simultaneously talk to the guy who's troubleshooting it for me on that end at the same time. It's all very, it's all very much. Um, yeah, Pogi Pirate because entropy is uh, down right now, or is it? It's uh, coming back. I'm gonna give them a couple more minutes. How are you guys? Let's just kill time with that. How's everybody doing? Um, healthcare workers—they're striking everywhere. Oh, there's my sister too. I'm gonna just gonna have one of these also, or should I even say? I shouldn't even say. I don't want her. No, I don't want her exposed. <laughs> Sword swallowing glasses. Just give it a minute here. We're almost. We're almost done here. Almost ready. I think. Seemed to be okay there for a minute, but this is why we can't have nice things. Talking Alex McNam. I don't know. Not, not specifically. I know quite a few people, actually. Not specifically any, not in any specific EMTs I know actually, but I know I do know a fair amount of police officers that are going to be out of a job here real soon. I'm sorry, not fired. They're just how do you say it? Uh, not allowed to eat. They're not fired because then they could get unemployment insurance and eat. So they can't. They're, they're just they're just on unpaid leave, administrative leave. You see, they're just going to be sent home without pay forever, indefinitely, until they submit to the medical tyranny that we're all being. Um, you know, it's being imposed upon us. And our, our friends over there in leftist commie world and... It's hate! These people, they all support this. They want you to go out of a job and they want you to suffer. And they want your kids to go hungry. And they want you to lose everything. And, and they celebrate it and they celebrate people being hospitalized and getting sick. And they celebrate, uh, you know, people dying, people committing suicide, all this kind of stuff. They love it. They love that stuff. Because that's the kind of people they are. They're um, scum. They're human scum. Um... And uh, I should have actually had it queued up here. It's a little bit long. It's a little bit of a twenty-minute video. The ferryman, the um, what's the, what was it? He's the, the missionary. The missionary of hate. <laughs> we were calling him there for a minute, few minutes. Um, you know, had a good point. And he's an honest guy. You, he's you can believe him when he says something. Traveled the country because I mean he had no stake in this. I never met the man until he came out here. 
was curious, wanted to drive around, and he's been basically living out of a van down by the river. Um, he's been driving around the literally all over the country, all over Ontario. He came out west, through, went through Manitoba, stopped there and saw some people. He was here in Saskatchewan for a while. He's been all over Alberta. I think he went to BC, went all the way up to the Yukon just because, just because. And he's been meeting people in the community all over the country. And he said, you know what? Um, these are good people. They're all good people. I've yet to encounter anyone that wasn't. So what does that tell you? <laughs> you think the other people on the other side are good people? They're not. They're, they're scum because like they do what, like I said, They'll dox people. They try to get their jobs fired. We're not doing that to anybody. We just want to be left alone to live our lives, and they won't leave us alone. Those are the two kinds of people in politics. The people that want to be left alone and the people that won't leave them alone. Which one are we and which one are they? It's very, very easy. Um, okay, finally, I think it's back now. Perhaps. It seems to be. Slowly. <laughs> okay. So it should should be good to go. Should be good to go now over over there. But I did miss a couple of these, so i got to go back and uh, let's begin. All right, so there we go. Uh, I think I missed a couple of these last time. This was No, this is today. Uh, Kai Damn Rich, how are you, brother? This is Stellantis. I don't know what that means. Company, perhaps. Mandating vaccines and they should penetrations by December 17th and firing 1,000 by April. Big thank you. That's a, that's a generous timeline. People don't even have that long. And then uh, Zodiza says, got a lot of technical difficulties. <laughs> Don't know before I head off. Keep the rage flying. Thank you. I appreciate it, sir. So that's another thing. Like, at least stare, at least face them down. Who's going to blink first? Are they really going to do this? Do you really want to do? You're going to implement a, a, a system that is going to be catastrophic to society, to the economy, to the just the functioning I mean, of the arteries of the country. Like, imagine if this was a, if someone's body and you're just going around cutting out organs. Cutting out, you don't need that, don't need that, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, you do. You need all of these things. You, you need, you, you idiots, you people, moron, you really, you, let's just have no law then. Let's have no cops and see who, what environment would that benefit most? Would it benefit the left wing, uh, you know, men in skirts and makeup where yeah, you misgendered me. You want to live in a world where there's no law? Oh no, sir. Yeah, sir. There's two genders, guys. Okay. I can't believe I have to say this. The fact that that's a controversial thing to say in this day and age just shows you absolutely how it's clown plan. It's it's clowns. It's all clowns. It's it's ridiculous. Are they really gonna do this? 40% of the RCMP is unvaccinated and doesn't want to be. And the unions turned their back on them and said, wow, there's consequences to your actions. Roughly the same. Nearly half the Chicago police are going to walk away. Seattle's losing 25 to 40% of its police. Like, this is going to be across the board. How do you, what do you, what? You're just going to, what are you going to do? Do you know what that's going to do? Just in the, just in the police scenario. Obviously, you need frontline police officers. That's the most important thing. If you're not doing that, I don't even know what you're even doing. So all these people on desk jobs and desk assignments, and maybe they're on a gang task force or all the, you know, investigating, uh, you know, higher level organ. No, get out. No, get out and get into a cruiser. Get into a patrol car <laughs> because we don't have time. We don't have cops on the street anymore. So there's not going to be hardly any investigating going on anymore. There's not like, and unless you're caught red handed, eh, 
you're probably going to get away with it because there's nobody left to investigate anything because half the cops are gone home on unpaid leave. That's just that situation. Let's talk about the health care for a little while. These people that you thought were heroes. We're heroes. They're frontline nurses and we're all the propaganda videos, the song, the TikToking, the dancing. We remember. Now the hell with them. Get rid of them. Because they're dirty, unvaccinated. They're the others. They're, they're, ew. We don't serve your kind around here. That's what they are now. So we're going to sacrifice a whole bunch of them. Three to five, just in BC alone, emergency rooms have closed. So now you need to drive several hours away to find an emergency room. That's what you did, government and supporters. Do you think it's going to stop there? No. And we're just starting. See, it's it's, it's still only mid-October. Flu season begins really in earnest in about uh, four weeks. <laughs> you know, when people get sick and now you've got all these people running around with compromised immune systems. That's not my opinion. That's the opinion of uh, many top scientists that you pretend don't exist. So that's a great, I mean, everything is just really, it's really coming together. It's really looking good. I can't wait to see this train just go off cliff you think it's just gonna grow wings and fly away full draw scarp says oh hey oh it's cannoli day is it cannoli day i didn't know that i didn't know it was that kind of day oh ma you seeing this ma ma we need cannolis cadillac slim says sending beer money before entropy drops again (laughs) fuck antifa yep can't wait to get Dagalon air force going and offering helicopter no parachute skydiving to the cirques they did they want to go see the mountains you know Dagalon now. Thank you, sir. Zodiac says uh, GM Canada, General Motors announced mandatory vaccines by December 12th. Other, other automakers set to follow suit and require all tier suppliers to do the same. Fucking bundles of sticks. It's just a coincidence. It's just a coincidence that all these businesses are all doing it at the same time. I saw a, a tweet that um, East Coast Canadian had found. If you, if you don't know who that guy is, you can find him on, on YouTube and Telegram Super Conspiracy Thursday. They do a, a show of him and uh, our friend Phil Brown, the two of them, they do a, a show Thursday nights for a couple hours. If you're into the conspiracy crazy nonsense and the, the Canadian uh, version, check them out. And the tweet said something to the... Actually, I'll just find it for you. <laughs> oh, I don't have my own telegram? You do. I have it. There's a couple of things I actually want to show you here. Save as. That's a great app. T.me slash Raging Distant is the, is the telegram URL link. Get the app. Be the app. Enjoy the app. It's good for you. Here we are. Now this guy, Notorious Kelton, says, uh, I'm not sure who this is. Looks like a professional fighter of some kind. He says, I'm not saying they're intentionally trying to shut down small businesses, destroy the media, the, destroy the middle class, destroy the media. My mind is just somewhere else right now. Destroy the middle class, transfer the majority of the wealth to the world's largest corporations and divide us with fear and hatred. But if they were, what would they be doing differently? That's a great question. I think that's an excellent question. Notorious Celt, Celtic Notorious, whoever you are. If they were, what would they be doing differently? I don't know. And uh, here's another tweet photo that came out. And this is confirmed. This is real. The uh, source code for the Ontario QR uh, identification system, which is already going to be hacked and there's going to be fake ones, right? You guys are imbeciles. You can't do anything. You couldn't anger. 
You couldn't organize a gangbang in a whorehouse! Yeah, you couldn't do, you guys couldn't do anything properly. Anyway, the, the interesting part here is that this uh, Wabbit Warrior, whoever it was on uh, Twitter here, uh, here's just a section of the code here. This is you know, what code looks like if you don't know. But uh, under this uh, section of it, um, one means, you know, usually yes or no, one or zero, the values you type in. Show, uh, show dose one, dose two, dose three, dose four, dose five, dose six, dose seven, dose eight? Eight doses. Now, if you were going to have to get a booster shot every six months for the foreseeable future well into 2024... How many does that add up to? You want a hint? It's eight. Ah, oh, it's just a cup. It's just two weeks to flatten the curve. Now take this, or you don't eat, and you need this needle every six months for the rest of your life, or you don't get the you don't get to participate in society, and we'll destroy you. We're the good guys. Remember, we're the good guys. We're definitely not insane. We're definitely not crazy. Look at this. Uh, you have a mask? No, I don't. I can give you one. Uh, you can give me one? I can give you one. Why I, do I... I need you to wear a mask. So you can hand me a mask? I can hand you one, yeah. But you can't hand me the drink without a mask? You've got to wear a mask. How does that make any sense? That's what, that's what I... I just need you to wear a mask? Can you do mine? Well, if you can hand me a mask, why can't you just hand me the drink? I can hand you the mask. Yeah. <laughs> there is no brakes on this commie train. We're going all the way. And that's what it is. That's why um, um, dumb people, ignorant people that don't understand well, uh, when we say commies and communism, one of the crucial elements to it uh, in this authoritarian machine is that they, they force people. I'm going to find this again. I don't know. I, I keep losing it. They force people to follow absurd demands. This is the one that wasn't even uh, side by sided with the uh, you know the COVID stuff. This is just this is just straight up it. You know the Biderman report was done by Doctor Alfred Biderman debriefing uh, Korean POWs after they were you know captured by the communists and brainwashed into oblivion. Humiliation and degradation is a is a is a big important part of it. Forcing trivial demands. You know what this does? These are the uh, the methods they use to elicit coercion and forcing people to do you know to do trivial demands. It develops a habit of compliance. Forcing people to do silly things that don't make any sense, but just do it anyway because it's the rules. If they'll accept doing that, they'll eventually accept anything. They're accepting that, no, everyone knows it makes no sense. People know they don't need or care or want to, vac they just want to be left alone. So they're submitting to this, uh, this system, submitting to this uh, mass vaccination system that is completely unnecessary, completely and totally unnecessary. And now they're going to come after they want the kids next. That's what they want. What you want and what you get are not always the same thing, though. Because unfortunately, there's way too many guys like me in the way still that... Uh, are just not going to let that happen. I'm sorry. Um, so, you know, it's a big idea. You guys are real, you know, mm, you got a lot of gumption. Good for you to believe that you can get away with something like this and absolute total mayhem and, you know, <laughs> 
men on horses with ropes are not going to be chasing you through the streets. I mean, you know, I'm kind of impressed that you did. You don't think that's going to happen, but you know, you know, it's uh, a lot of people have dreams, and uh, you know, some a lot of times they stay that way because they're they're dreams and they're insane. And again, you can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. Not forever. Welcome back. 178, guys. Who's gonna blink first? Says the only reason these antifascum aren't floating in the lake is because of the law. I pray they get their wish so we can shed the leash and get down to work. There's a lot of people that feel that way, and I don't know who they think is going to be protecting them when um, they fire the only people that are protecting them. I don't know. And the people that are protecting them are quickly going to realize the reason they don't have jobs anymore uh, are because of those people. <laughs> it just You see how this vicious cycle will just continue? It's like... um. You know, circling a drain as the water, you know, at the top, it's long, a long orbit around that drain. But as it gets closer to the bottom and closer to the drain and closer and closer and closer, it becomes faster and faster and faster until you're in the garbage disposal and then you die. So Mitch M., uh, who is also V Fox, apparently he says, "Hope you and yours are well. Thank you for your stream, man. You're well. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you guys." Meredith Meredith ha- Meredith Halfpenny says, "Can't find the version of, of Black and Tan you played last stream. Who was the artist? God bless. It was something in the, o- the O'Reillys and uh, something. Oh Jesus, let me see. Let's see. Oh, there it was right there on the front front page." O'Reilly's and the Patty Hats. That's who it was. That's that's who it is. Thank you so much. Bob Black, how you doing? Dos Equis, the most interesting vax in the world. Yeah, they're going to make their own. Everybody's going to make one. It's big business. It's a durable revenue stream, the CEOs keep saying. Nine new billionaires in big pharma so far. It's doing. They're doing great. Cadillac Slim says, my good friend's wife just retired from the RCMP over forced vaccination. 19 years on the force. Took a contract job for data entry that she can do working from home. Keep sending them our way, dummies. Keep sending them over here. Keep sending me these people with intimate knowledge of how your system works from the inside. Keep making them your enemies and sending them our way. That's a bri- that, oh, that's a big brain, big idea. Tito Toro says thanks. Keep up the good fight. Thank you, Tito. Hellbilly Deluxe says they're going full retarded. You never go full retarded. You shouldn't, but they're doing it. Billy Masterson says word on the street is Evan Belgord raped his preteen cousin and was found guilty under the Young Offenders Act. 
That's the rumor anyway. Any truth to this, Evan? I know you're watching. Well, you'd have to ask him, but I'm sure he is watching. Funny you should mention that, those people. It would appear, as we know, I talked about this a little bit uh, the other day, you know, our this absolute pile of uh, human uh, dump future dumpster contents, Justin Trudeau, who is masquerading as some kind of leader, but is, is in effect just a, des- a despot, a pathetic uh, wannabe dictator. Went on a big speech about how, you know, the, the, the source of all hate is anti-Semitism and, and blah, 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 and all of this, this canned pre... But the thing about these speeches... The thing about, um, you know, big time, you know, not off the cuff, like he sat down with the script and said it directly into the camera. These are very, these are prepared speeches. They choose the words they want to use very, very carefully. This was not a mistake. So I'm just going to play for you uh, this, this clip here for a minute. I'm right now, we're around the world. Let me know if you hear anything interesting. We see an increase of polarization, of extremism. Of radicalization. Try to, try to, I just had an urge to stick a knife into my ear to just dis- de- de- disable my eardrum so I don't have to hear his weaselly little wiener voice anymore, but you need to tough it out. Everywhere, including in some of the most open liberal democracies in the world, in our elections, in our public discourse, and in mainstream communications, let alone social media, we're seeing a rise in intolerance. Mm. We see the organizations of uh, extremist groups on the far right and the far left oh. that are pushing uh, white supremacy, intolerance, radicalization, promoting hatred, fear, and mistrust across borders, but within borders as well. Now, that was interesting. So promoting intolerance, division, fear, mistrust. Uh-huh. And he said far left. The far left? Well, I wonder what the, 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 obviously, the good guys, the Canadian Anti-Hate Network, who are openly affiliated with Antifa, who, again, are uh, left-wing terrorists. It seems the honeymoon may be over. And uh, their response was, uh, today, Justin Trudeau equated anti-racists and anti-fascists. That's what they think they are. It's hilarious. White supremacists and the far right. This is disinformation. It's irresponsible. It warrants an apology. He wants a response. He wants an apology from Justin Trudeau. Now they're literally biting the hand that feeds them. Uh, the Liberal Party of Canada funds and pays for the Canadian Anti Hate Network. Isn't that interesting? Some of these people are the the biggest hypocrites I've ever seen. Um, some of the most deplorable human beings I've ever you know. It's really disturbing. Uh, and, and the government pays them. But now they're attacking their own chief, their own commander. Interesting. Isn't that fun? Now, that, that, that's not, that's not too, too great for them. And it would turn out a lot of people, if you scroll down, if you go down through these tweets, a lot of these people were um, agreeing with the prime minister that, yes, you are indeed actually a ridiculous entity. That does all of the things that he mentioned. Someone said, "I, for the first time, I actually agree with something Justin Trudeau has said. Now, I'm just, you know, thinking, what would happen? What would, what, I mean, all of these, these newly elected, many of them, liberal MPs across the country in liberal writings, how do they feel about this? 
Do any of you live in a liberal riding in Canada? If you do, maybe you should write to them and ask them how it is that the Liberal Party of Canada, the government of Canada, is funding uh, an anti-hate network which is using its paid-for platform by the government to turn around and attack the government and say that the leader of said government is spreading disinformation and is irresponsible. How can the two things coexist exactly? This seems very irresponsible and, and childish to me. It's just something I would, I would point out if I were you guys. I, for example, do not live in a liberal riding. I'm in Western Canada where sanity is currently mostly reigning amongst the, at least the citizenry. Leadership, not so much, but uh, if you're in one of these places, because again, they, they do pay for them. That's who pays these people. And now they demand an apology from the prime minister. Imagine. <laughs> I find it really funny. It's cute. It's cute that they're just maybe starting to figure this out. They don't need you. You're useful idiots, like Lenin has said. And once we're disposed of and out of the way, you're next. You serve no purpose. Your entire reason for being is to assist the establishment in stifling its grassroots opposition, which is us, not you. You're paid by the government. We're battling hate! No, you're protecting Marxism. You're protecting authoritarianism. You are the problem. So I don't know. I mean, maybe a little project for you guys on the weekend. If you're bored, maybe you could consider doing that. Maybe go find whoever your local MP is, uh, your federally elected liberal MP. Send them this tweet. And ask them, uh, how do they reconcile this? What is going on here? Why are we paying for this? Why are we paying these people? Something maybe the prime minister should know about. Just a thought. What do you guys think? I thought it was a splendid idea. Joseph Cole says, I'm happy and smiling. Is that normal? Uh, when you've taken the rage pill, yes. <laughs> the clown pill, which is a very similar thing. Yes, it is. Billy Masterson says, think the scum at anti-hate will be so happy to cheerlead for internet harms legislation now that it's very obvious they will be targeted by it too. They're so foolish and they're so stupid. And they don't know what to do with themselves, and they're just spinning out of control now that they're like, yeah, you're idiots. You're useful. Your job is done. Now you're going to be thrown into the wood chipper with everyone else. The useful idiots. But I was on CBC. Nice. But I never sacrificed my integrity or my soul. Much more valuable. Mm. Ferryman's out of control in there. I'm promoting him for that reason. <laughs> oh. I'll send you the link to it. I should send you the link to it, shouldn't I? A couple of people were asking. Sure, I'll help you out with that. If you want to investigate further, if you have a Twitter account, maybe it's something you, you want to comment on. Here it is in uh, YouTube. I'll put it in uh, the Twitch channel. <laughs> I'll put it in, uh, let's see, Rumble. Hey, running you Rumble guys have a Twitter account. There you go. 
Uh, what about entropy? You guys, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. There's nearly a thousand people watching this. I'm sure if some of you probably have Twitter accounts, and some of you, many of you, probably live in liberal-held writings. Also, congratulations to Greg Arcade for, for making the list, who, as I understand it, has increased his fan base as of late because of the article that they wrote, which, in all honesty, just kind of makes him look like a badass. And you just copy and paste the same lies you've been printing about me for a couple of years now. Mr. Uh, Smith. <laughs> That's okay. Tick-tock. Tickety-tock. Like a clock. Speaking of fake people. Fake news. The same people, they... they what do you say? You can, you can judge a man by the company he keeps and... You know, that kind of thing. Speaking of CBC, I never know when or, or how I'm going to do I just arrange these things. And I'm like, I get to them. It's like a, it's like coming up to a plate full of snacks. I'm like, what am I, what do I want to eat first? And I never really know until it happens. But uh, this is probably appropriate. Speaking of CBC, speaking of fake news, speaking of garbage, slimeball, soulless, gutless media, and all you um, idiots out there, the, the, some of them actually, there wasn't that bad. There was only a few. Most of you guys are pretty sane. But most of them, there were some that showed up on my Instagram page. Some other people, oh, actually, bro, actually. When I tweeted out that photo that someone sent me in of the mannequin, I think they used the exact same photo that had been making it around, actually, here on uh, Post Millennial. And you know what happened? Uh, we were right, and you're wrong because you're fucking stupid. And you believe this horse shit. Because you're not smart. It goes right over your head. CBC apologizes. Oh, did you say sorry? For using the photo of a mannequin to represent an ICU patient. Reuters fact checker said CBC was missing context because a public broadcaster failed to mention, oh, it was just accidentally, that filming took place at NAIT and McEwen University. They just want you to be scared of shit. They're going to keep showing it to you. It was a report on how intensive care units operate, which featured a mannequin used for other stories. Aaron on the channel, the, the broadcaster claimed the contents of the October 2 report did not film inside an ICU and is not evidence we should take COVID seriously. Oh, really? You guys would never make this up? You've been doing this the whole time. You know how many mannequin photos there is out there? I thought it was, I thought it was a deadly, out-of-control pandemic. How is it that there's time to be, how, how is it that there's beds and equipment and all of this stuff to be used on mannequins? Aren't there people dying left and right? That's what I thought. I thought that was interesting that you've got time to create these little staged photos and events. And then you're not sorry. You're not sorry about it. You're sorry that someone noticed you were acting like an asshole and you got caught. So you're not sorry. Here's something else you should be uh, sorry about. You sorry about this either? An Alberta family slams the NDP for fake news claim Rachel Notley, in particular, that's, that you know, I think the anti-hate people made mention of that because saying, if you try and come door to door, you're going to disappear into the fucking mountains. I stand by that statement. Alberta family slams the NDP and Rachel Notley for fake news claim that a teenage boy with brain cancer died of COVID. These people are soulless monsters. They're not even above the tragic death of a 14-year-old boy. Nathaniel Spitzer, or Spitzer, not sure how to pronounce his name. Family members took to social media to clarify he passed from stage four brain cancer. 
His sister, Simone, was the one that had to uh, speak up here. The 14-year-old on this article from, again, Edmonton News. Now, he died from a stage 4 brain cancer, not COVID. This is fake news. He was diagnosed in January 2021 and hospitalized in August. Two days before his death, he was tested for COVID and turned out positive. So what do they say? He died of COVID. Remember all the jokes we were making? Oh, did you die in a motorcycle crash? Well, we tested the blood of what was left of the man. He died of COVID, actually, because he had COVID when he died. So that's what did it. Oh, he shot, someone shot themselves in the face with a shotgun? Well, according to the autopsy, he had COVID, so he died of COVID. That's not a joke. They literally were doing this, and they're still doing it. They're so shameless, they will use the tragic death of a 14-year-old with stage 4 brain cancer to peddle their agenda. Because they have no soul, because they're evil, and all they care about is the narrative. That's all they care about, because they're the good guys. They're not. They're horrible. On Tuesday, Nathaniel's uh, sister, Simone, called out Alberta Health for laboring. Alberta Health Services did this too. So who, who, who's... The media didn't investigate. They didn't ask enough questions, and Alberta Health just said it was COVID. Is there an incentive to do that? How much money is Jason Kenny sending your way for this kind of shit? The 14-year-old is my brother. He died from uh, stage 4 brain cancer, she says. Devastated by their loss, the Spitzer or Spitzer family vented their frustrations with Alberta Health using Nathaniel's passing to the COVID death tally. Justine, his old other sister, called it fake news. A child has died of COVID-19. They were just 14. Telling their loved ones that there were other health complications that contributed to their death was no comfort whatsoever. This was Rachel Notley said this. She says a a child has died of COVID-19. No fact checking, no investigation. She just said it. She saw a dead child. Rachel Notley saw a dead child and thought, oh, this is great for me. I can use this. I can go on Twitter and use this because she's an evil, soulless piece of monstrous filth that should be flung into the fucking sun. I don't know how she has a job. It's insane. This is reprehensible. This is deplorable. There is no re- She should be fucking expelled from the country for doing something so soulless as this. You politicize the death of a 14-year-old. And you think, she, oh, well, maybe she'll say sorry. I'm sorry, I should have looked at... You never once cared. You never for a second. Did you even contact the family? Probably not. You didn't do that either, did you? They were just 14, period. You know, the spaces in between to add dramatic effect. Oh, yes. Very well-crafted tweet here, Rachel. Telling their loved ones that there were other health complications that contributed to their death offers no comfort whatsoever. Oh, like stage four brain cancer? That's a hell of a complication there. Notley seemingly undermined the role pre-existing conditions contributing to his passing and attributed COVID. She then pivoted to criticize Alberta's government and Alberta Health. She used it for her own agenda. No matter what pre-existing conditions, she says in air quotes, they had this child died during a fourth wave that was preventable. You're preventable. You should never be able to fucking speak again. This shouldn't have happened. We need to know what will be done to stop it from happening again. Oh, easy, Rachel. Just cure cancer. Maybe if you send Greta Thunberg some more money, climate change will end. Cancer will be fucking saved. Maybe, maybe that's how it works. Stop talking forever. You're a disgrace. 
He says, for the 12% of us in Alberta who have asthma, downplaying the death of a 14-year-old for comorbidities is the opposite of comforting. This is a life snuffed out. It's a tragedy and a disaster. A life snuffed out. Yes, cancer is a tragedy. And it is a disaster. And you people have spent more money on useless, baseless, completely pointless COVID lockdowns and restrictions than you probably ever even come close to spending on cancer. We spent more money than the world wars combined. Adjusted for inflation. On this nonsense than we ever did on real problems like cancer. Another one, just Janice Irwin, NDP MLA for Edmonton, Highlands Norwood. I can't stop thinking about this. A family is grieving the loss of their child in a fourth preventable wave. Vaccines, masks, all the shit you've done and everything's getting worse. I mentioned this last time. When If you're the coach of a team or you're a leader of some kind of organization and things just get worse and worse and worse and worse as you're calling the shots, uh, you need to stop calling. You need to be fucking fired immediately and sent away because you're not doing a good job. You're doing a terrible job. And then blaming the employees for, for this. Nope. Nope. This is a leadership failure. I don't care what other medical conditions this child had. Brain, brain cancer. Stage four brain cancer. We all need to fight for better. This can't happen again. No, this can't happen again. So people like you need to be marginalized and fucking shunned from society for your absolutely disgusting, reprehensible behavior. There's no place for in Canada for people like this to be in leadership positions. It's disgusting. It just goes on. So many people jumped on this. Simone Spitzer shared the link to a GoFundMe page the family set up in loving memory of her brother. The page set up to assist with funeral expenses. Are they allowed to have a funeral, Rachel? Or is that an illegal gathering? Will they need to be vaccinated to go to their own son's funeral? The financial toll on them referenced his courageous bout with brain cancer that led to his passing October 7th. So he was quite the entertainer, always quick with a smile, fast with a joke, and will be deeply missed by his family and friends. The Spitzer family shared on the page. The donation option has since been disabled as the family reached our goal for funeral costs. Don't even want extra money. They got what they needed and they... It's... I can't imagine losing a child or, or someone like that young to, to to cancer or something just... Like, you can't do anything about it. You know, how helpless and horrible would that be? That's probably... As a parent, that would probably be the absolute worst thing I could imagine. It's up there. And if that wasn't enough... The NDP, who, again, are basically communists. Go read their political party platforms. Go listen to the things they say. They're soulless socialist communists. Took advantage of a dead child from brain cancer to try and get their way. And, and these, these people want to run all the th- They want to be in charge of all the things. That's why this is important. That is why I don't concern myself with sports ball anymore. I don't care about video games anymore. I don't care about this shit. These people are are monstrous and they're destroying society. And they're going to make everything worse for for mine, for yours, for everybody. If no one says it, no one tries to stop these people. No one is alerting the public to the fucking absolute nightmare that is runaway Marxism in Canada. It's unforgivable. There's absolutely no way 
God, I feel bad for those people. I can't imagine having that on top of it to deal with, as if they weren't dealing with enough. And what are they going to say? Are they going to tweet? Are they going to tweet an apology? We're deeply sorry. Why don't you deeply sorrily hang yourself? Disgusting. My God, that's... And it doesn't, it doesn't even get, it gets worse. Dr. Dina Hinshaw, very popular in Alberta. She apologized to the family for the public debate on her son's death. Oh, is that, a, oh, you apologize? Oh, I, everything's good to go then. Said the province is committed to verifying all the facts for suspected COVID deaths under 18 moving forward. Oh, you weren't already doing that then. So could this mean how many other people have died that you put in the wrong column that didn't gain widespread public attention? And if this woman hadn't said anything and if social media, because the noise of social media, things just get lost in it. There's so much going on. It just didn't get anywhere. If this post had not gone viral and gotten the attention of everyone, would you have even, you wouldn't have stopped for air. You wouldn't have stopped for anything. You would have just kept on going, looking for more dead kids to use. You're only sorry that you got caught because you're disgusting. You're absolutely disgusting. I, I loathe these people so much. They only care about themselves. Alberta's top doctor, Dina Inshaw, admits, admits Alberta Health mistook the death of 14-year-old Nathaniel Spitzer for COVID, or Sp- I don't know how to say his name, said the province is committed to verifying all the facts moving forward. As of Thursday's announcement, Alberta has yet to declare a COVID-related death among children officially. <sighs> oh, she apologized to the family. Wow. How about you um, do more than than words? Because uh, talk is cheap. It's clear we need a different process for young people. Yeah, not lying. That would be a great process. Um, Just tell the truth. Just stay in reality. Stop trying to look for a political lens on every single thing that happens. And how can I spin this to get get more likes and more tweets and get, get what I want? How do I, how do I, that's all you do. That's the entire, entirety of the universe that you live in. How can I take something and make it look like something else so I can advance my particular uh, goals? You won't even stop at dead kids. That's, that, that's who we're up against. That's how serious this is. And they want to control all the things. Isn't that nice? Chris Burke says every time. They write an article about us. Our community grows. Sorry, Ferryman. <laughs> That's the joke. They won't write about him. He's very, he, I think he submitted himself as a tip. <laughs> Several other people have as well. Come on. I want one. Me, me. Do, do me next. Come on. Come on, you guys. You're a joke. These people over there are an absolute joke. It's really funny. I'm going to actually... I wanted to do... Um, if I wasn't, you know, had no fixed address and just roaming the countryside right now, get a bunch of them printed off and I'm going to frame them like record albums and put them up on the wall. <laughs> Every time you print these, we get more, we get more attention. You're, you can't even do your job. You're so pointless. <laughs> Keep it up. Can't wait for the next one. 
See you soon. Can't wait. The ferryman's tall says, you know, Padre, I used my meme skills for good with you before. Keep poking that wound. Oh, they're fighting. Uh-oh. They're fighting on there now. Birkin Ferryman. Blood sports. Philip Hungerbuehler says, currently going to an AG college, agricultural maybe. And the mandate just kicked in for us today. I'm going to just keep attending class, so they physically drag me out. Thanks for keeping me sane while I'm down there, though. Through the week. Oof. Yeah, you can't learn. Can't learn because you don't have don't have the cult initiation. That's what this is. You didn't you didn't submit. First they wanted you to submit with the mask. Now they want you to submit with an injection. There's no reason to do you notice that Canada is one of the only countries not talking about natural immunity? If you've had COVID, uh, you're fine. Uh, like everything else. Like chicken pox. We used to live in a, in a country where uh, when we were children, our parents would, would take us to other children's houses who had chicken pox so we could all get infected with chicken pox and get it over with. Because getting infected with chicken pox, especially as a child, is, is not a threat. Much like COVID. Not anymore. Now, now we're doing this. You must submit to it. Or else, or else we'll, we'll, we'll punish you and we'll hurt you and we'll take things from you because it's about health and safety. Anyone with a brain can see through this. And a lot of people are more of them every day. And as the injuries and the deaths pile up and they are, I hear from people every single day about my, or someone I know is X, Y, Z heart attack, stroke, some kind of heart condition, blood related uh, condition. Every day, you can out, you can hide from reality, but you can't hide from the consequences of hiding from reality forever. And each time this happens, and now you want them to get five, six, seven, eight booster shots. You people have gone. You you shoved all in. You went all in on a queen high flush. You know what we call that in the poker world. Actually, I don't know what we call that. I don't think there's a word for that. You're a fish. It's a rookie move. Oh, it's a queen. It's pretty good. No. <laughs> no, it's not. King beats it. So does the ace. So does a straight flush. So does a royal flush. So do a lot of things. You got greedy. Uh, Chris Burke says, Ferryman, I'm just trying to motivate you to be your most bigoted self. Also... Still love the pump action pastor. That is a good one. Scotia says, sent you the Instagram image of the article where Henshaw apologized for the kid's cancer death. So disgusting. They're using loved ones' deaths to put political agendas. Their apologies mean nothing. Fuck you, make me. I know. They're scum. CBC, mainstream media, get rid of them, turn it off, never pay attention to anything that they say. I only do it for amusement and to kind of, you know, I guess so don't never pay attention to them. To try and telegraph what they're going to do next. Because if you pay attention, they'll tell you. They'll tell you what they're up to. It's, it's almost like when you get really fluent in a new language. I mean, you can learn to speak French, but they're speaking French and then they're really speaking French. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to understand the little nuances, the subtlety kinds of things. Someone could be insulting you and it not sound like an insult because you barely speak the language. You don't really understand it that well. That's how kind of the media works. When you get when you've really read it and really looked at it for so long, you can kind of start to see. Oh, I see, wait a minute, I see what this is. 
I see what they're doing here. Daglon Biznasty. <laughs> nice. Says, my sister dated a politician's errand boy for three years. He told her way too much. Murder and rape cover-up, separate incidents. The, the political class in this country, the elite one especially, the top of the pile, they're really... George Bush uh, once, George Bush Sr., I believe, said that uh, if the American people knew what we got up to, we would all be lynched in the morning. And sometimes little tidbits leak out, like Jeffrey Epstein. Again, I, I knew about Jeffrey Epstein before everybody knew about Jeffrey Epstein. And when I talked about it, people said I was crazy. I knew about all the Pedogate stuff before the WikiLeaks. And, oh, no, that's never a thing. And then they were forced to admit, okay, I guess. Some of it's true. No, it's all true. Bob Puhaka says, Rage, you know, I know exactly how fucking corrupt the science and technology fields are. Yes, you do. It's been like this for my entire 20 years in research and development and business building. Full fucking corrupt. Money corrupts. Wherever there's a lot of money, expect to find nonsense, bullshit, fuckery, and, and all kinds of things. Lost Dog says, this is important. Depopulation is the only way forward. Just die, you bigots. <laughs> Fucking psycho death cult. It is. That's what it is. It's really hard to escape that theory at this point. Now, I can't prove it yet, but um, every day, it's looking more and more like that's what it is, isn't it? Hellball Deluxe says, Dina Hinshaw spreads lies on TV but apologizes on Twitter. What a joke. Yep. Chel Sai says, My GP is suing the government along with 1,500 other Canadian doctors. He says they won't stop until we are all vaxxed. No, they won't. But they won't get us all. They'll get some. They'll get a lot. And then there's not going to be any more. And they're going to say, we're going to do X, Y, Z to you. And we're going to come after your kids. And then we're going to say, fuck you, make me. Click, clack. You want to play? Well, we'll send the police. What police? The ones you fired? Which, which part of the police? Well, because they're on our side now. And they don't want their kids fucking stuck with this shit either. And they have all your names and addresses and phone numbers and know all your procedures and everything as well. So that's probably a bad idea. Also, just for um, just for the sake of a mental exercise, because I thought it was interesting, a lot of people are afraid of, you know, I had a conversation with a guy the other day, you know, well, well there's all these, all the, the emergency, the ERT guys, the SWAT, SWAT team, you know, guys especially, right? Do you know that in most provinces, it's like 20 guys. Like, it's the ERT, the emergency response team is just that, it's a team. Of, of police that are specially trained for that job. And if there is an emergency, there's an incident, they call them up. They've got beepers and the whole thing. And then they assemble and they gear up and then they go to the thing. There's not thousands of these guys. There's not even hundreds. There's like, you know, in New Brunswick, there might be 20 of them. Just throwing that out there. Just so, just for your SA, your situational awareness. It's just a, just something to know, you know, knowledge is, is fun. Billy Masterson says, uh, Bernie Farber murders Gentile children to harvest their blood for the crackers for his black mass. <laughs> Allegedly. We don't know this. I don't know anything about that. But, uh, you know, it might be on the internet, so it might be true. It could be true. Um, Daglon Biznasty again says, bought a house at 26. I'm 27 now. Did college, perfect credit, did all the right things. I'll walk away from it all if they make me do a test or take a vaccine. Fucking make me because some things are more important than your your soul and it, it is your soul. Once you submit and give into this, you're gonna feel dead inside. I had another guy, another buddy of mine, tell me this afternoon. Uh, you know, he had some friends, some close friends, and he's like, "Please don't do it, don't do it." Was sending videos and this all this stuff. 
Went and did it anyway. The next day, wife's in the hospital. Heart-related incident. You know? You can't undo that. Imagine living with that now. And he said he had to hear it from someone else because they themselves were too, too ashamed, you know. Not going to say anything, obviously, because you're too ashamed. It's going to keep happening. And every time it does, people are going to get more aware. They started out way ahead. It's like a race. Way ahead. Big lead. And then they really started to run out of gas. The gains they're making on society now are incrementally compared to what they were. Now they're getting pushback everywhere. In every every area they try to do this. Look at this. There's a bunch of workers. This is going to continue. Nuremberg Code. Enough is enough. Stand for freedom. Our body, our choice. Look at them all. You guys like food on the shelves? Well, you're not going to do it without any truckers. No forced vaccination, you know? This is going to keep happening. Look at them all. It's quite a few. It's quite a few people you're just going to throw out of a job. And then everything's going to come to a standstill. Everything's going to be chaos. The consequences of what these people are doing is going to be catastrophic, and it's unavoidable. It's it's just, how is it not going to be? You're never going to convince me that that's not what's going to happen. And now you're seeing all these people really rapidly getting angry and upset, and they feel threatened, and then they want to come after their kids. So they maybe started out way ahead, but people are rapidly catching up. There's full-blown battles happening in, in Italy right now. Most is like says less than twenty, so you know the ERT cost, right? There's not a lot of them. There's not a lot. So I mean, this this, especially in Canada, it's a paper tiger. The government of Canada does not have the the parts in the security apparatus to contain anything remotely resembling um, a disobedient population. I'll say they don't. They just don't have it. It's not even not even close. Now. And that's without 30, 40, 20, even 10% of the police walking away. I'm just like, beside myself, I'm almost like with laughter, like, do you understand what you're doing? It's like watching someone build a bomb in like the most dangerous way possible. And you're like, this is going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stand back here and watch this with binoculars, you fucking fool. I know what I'm doing. Okay. Boom. Yeah, I told you. Told you that was going to end bad. Uh, oh, I got to scroll down here. Uh, Picking from Ontario says, a friend of mine who is, uh, for now, a local nurse is refusing to get the vaccine, even though she was, was uh, even though she worked through last year while pregnant. She must get the vaccine. Yeah, it's a cult. You have to do it or else. I know a few other nurses that have d- done that. The same. They're quit. They're, one was fired today. Not, you know. Well, nice. Keep it up, guys. You're totally, yeah, it definitely brilliant, smart, big brain. Dagalon Biznasi says, we need a plan to start back up without the influence of the government. If they get control, they'll just cut supply lines to their own benefit. 
Where are they going to go? They got houses, don't they? We just get rid. They just throw them out. No, you're not in the government anymore. You're fucking fired. In fact, you're under arrest. <laughs> and we'll put someone else in there. We'll just take over. The amount of people that are running this country and running it into the ground, you could fit them in an auditorium, in a theater, in a small theater. Hundred, couple hundred people. That's it. They can all easily be replaced. Very easily. We don't need them at all. They think that we do. They've got this incredibly inflated sense of importance where it's just like, reminds me of a metaphor. Um, only because the dog is well behaved. So I used to have a neighbor and uh, it was this big dog, like a Rottweiler or something, I think. It was a long time ago. I was like 15. And they had this girl to walk the dog. This girl was like 10. You know, a ten, little 10-year-old girl wa- walking a full-grown fucking battle dog. Like, the only reason this is happening is because the dog has consented to this. As soon as it decides, yeah, I'm not staying on this leash, it's gone. There's nothing she can do to stop that dog at all. It could turn around and maul her to death. It can run away. It can do whatever it wants. She, she was barely hanging on to this thing. <laughs> I'm like, this is ridiculous. You know? That's essentially the government of Canada. Anyway. It's a 10-year-old girl trying to hang on to an 80-pound dog. And trying to trying to shame the dog. Like doing it. Here's another vitamin report again. Demonstrating omnipotence suggests futility of resistance. Confrontation showing complete control over victim's face. I don't know why I said face. Complete control over the victim. Does that sound like anybody you know? Any kind of resi- they try they come down with everything they got to make it seem as though there's nothing we can do when in fact people's the, the resistance of people actively opposing uh, these mandates and these measures and anything any of this craziness is very is minimal at best. For God's sakes, these people are so lazy they can't even lie properly. These are not the John Rockefellers of previous generations. I was talking to my friend Mike on the phone. He's like, those, those guys back then, those oil barons, they would go out there and strangle Chinese workers with their own bare hands if they did something wrong. They, you know, those guys were hard motherfuckers and they were ruthless. That is not Justin Trudeau in the, in the Liberal Party of Canada and the CBC. They freak out. They, they can't be bothered. They try to lie about a 14-year-old. They can't, they can't even do the legwork to make sure the lie is airtight. I mean, they just, they're lazy. There's, they're in entirely defeatable. Some people look at this machine and go, oh, it's literally unstoppable. I see a fat, bloated pig who can't run a mile. Like, are you kidding me? This it? This is what, really? Someone threw some pebbles at Justin Trudeau and they acted like it was a fucking terrorist attack. And we're supposed to fear these people. (laughs) They want to censor the internet because the very minimal dissent that exists on the internet, that's too scary for them. They can't even handle that. They're pathetic. It's hilarious. If there ever any kind of real organized resistance happens, it's over. It's only a matter of time. How long it takes, it's a different story. But there is absolutely no chance of them defeating anything like that. And that's now, before they fire all the cops. And everybody, all the people in the military, they're going to kick out. And everybody, they're alienating. It's ridiculous. David Tokar says, words are literally violence. Yeah. 
They are in, in their in their world. Ooh, excuse me. What are you guys talking about? They're on Rumble. You're <laughs> giving me a black eye from your words. Exactly. It's so ruthless. Uh, Lost Dog says, I woke up this morning knowing I still ain't going out like a bitch. Feels good. Keep your jabs. I feel good. Whatever happens, happens. But uh, I'm not, uh, I'm absolutely never, never folding. It's not, there's no, and there's a lot of people, that, millions of people that feel the same way. So I don't know what your plan is here. It's really, it's really silly. Uh, Eugenius Bear says, aren't you behind on your boosters? Yeah, well, you need eight now, right? Because it was already leaked in Ontario. Need eight, you're going to, they were going to want you to have eight shots total. And that's just until they update it, you know, for, it's forever. Pogey Pirate says, many trades, people like myself will be losing their careers mid-November. I'll never give in. Fuck them. Who's going to, who is going to run the things? Who is going to make the country go? We're just going to, fu- it's, <laughs> it should be, it should be obvious to anyone with the brain what the consequences of this are, but they just seem to not care. The number one only thing that matters to the establishment, to these politicians, to these people that are paid off, is that you get a needle. That's all they care about. It doesn't matter if it destroys the economy. It doesn't matter if people die because the healthcare industry is decimated. It doesn't matter if there's a crime wave because all the cops are off the street now. It doesn't matter if we don't have enough firemen and everything burns the hell down. It doesn't matter if... Um, Construction projects, the infrastructure falls apart because we don't have any workers. Doesn't matter if the airlines are grounded. Does none of none of that matters? The the total destruction of society and the unraveling of everything. None of it matters. All that matters is get the needle. They're obsessed. They're insane. That is that is how is that not a huge red flag to everyone? Like, are you kidding me? Oh, and why? Because the virus with the ninety nine nine percent survival rate. Really? You're literally destroying all of civilization, society, like the guy's tweet said. If you're not trying to, what would you be doing differently to destroy it? Because I can't think of anything. You're just progressively getting more aggressive about it. All that matters is that everyone gets it. And why is that? Why is that? Just asking. It's a question I think of all the time. I don't have a, I don't, I mean, I've got some theories. I don't have a definitive answer. Does anyone? Lots of people think they do, but that's a great question, isn't it? Why at the expense of everything that exists, are you more willing to, what, or what are you not willing? Here's a question for these people. Just get the vaccine. What are you not willing to sacrifice for this vaccine? Is there anything? What about your children? Are you willing to sacrifice? You, you'll give them a... They need to get it to everybody. Are you willing to... What, what about uh, curfews? Roaming patrols of armed men. Um, you know, how far do we go? You can only go to the grocery store between these designated hours. For your block, your city block can only attend these stores between the hours of 11 and 1.30. That's your... De- what, how far are you willing to go? Is there anything you're not willing to consent to? To appease the cult of the needle. <sighs> Lunacy. Phillips Disciple says, one hour delay to get trucks over the border. Two months shipping delays. Hundreds of lost or missing orders. But yeah, let's, let's pour gas on this, bitch. Demand they get the value. Yeah, they don't care. They're willing to destroy it all. 06 Chevy Silverado says, noticed a lot more ERT in northern BC lately. A lot more or a lot of the same guys going around, getting around everywhere. There's not very many of these guys. 
Uh, that's not an easy job to get. There's a strict uh, training and qualification and selection process and everything. You can't just – that's another thing with these like elite, like higher-level people with skills like that. You can't mass produce them. That's one of the principles of special operations forces, actually. You cannot mass produce special operations soldiers. You can't. Those kinds of people that can and are capable of doing that job are only a certain percentage of your population. If you only have, uh, you know, if your country's 10,000 people, then you're only going to have this many. You, you can't create, you, you know, a certain personality type. They have to have a certain IQ level. And it only boils down to a certain percentage of the population. You can't just mass produce you. They can't just make... Well, we'll just create 50,000 SWAT team cops and, you know, 100,000 special... You can't. You literally can't. The Albertan says, I would like to nominate the badger as the official animal of Dagon. The honey badger, maybe? They're content just go about their business digging holes, but if you fuck with them, they will rip your throat out. <laughs> maybe. Gooner Massive. Thank you very much, sir. He says, they let Magic... Jo- this is a great point. I've seen this one around, too. They let Magic Johnson play in the NBA with AIDS. Is it Kyrie or Kyle? Kyrie Irving can't even play without the needles. I saw that there was another NBA player. What was his name? Who had uh, was sidelined and benched because he had blood clots. And the team told him not to say anything. Shout out to uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, the, other, the, the, the Red Wings uh, player who decided, I'm not getting it, fuck that, it's my personal choice. Scored four goals the other night. <laughs> It's the super blood, the pure blood. Actually, everyone else around him is just slowed down and becoming groggy and shittier. So he's by default, the, the general skill level of all of the other players will degrade. And then, you know, Tyler Bertuzzi is now going to be the, <laughs> the top goal scorer in the league because the reaction times of everyone else have dropped to it. When your other team is going down from heart attacks left and right, it's really, you just skate around them. They can't even... <laughs> Eugenius Bear says it's a tanker full of gasoline just waiting for a match. It does feel that way, doesn't it? Lone Star Texan, again, with the obligatory Texan. It's uh, looking that way. Texas obviously wants to live a very different way than the rest of uh, Democrat America wants to. Eugenius Bear says there are computer viruses more deadly than COVID. (laughs) They probably cause people to suicide, right? Yeah, I could see that. I could see that from happening. DJ Coggill says about five to ten of us in the American group have started looking at land to buy so we can start our own business or multiple over time and get as far away from their system as we possibly can. You should, and you should look at states that are, you know, pro-Constitution states that are going to defend your rights, have, you know, decent government, some sane leadership in them, you know. The Diagonal states from Alaska to Florida and on a diagonal line. That's where, the, that's where the sanity seems to reside, more so than everywhere. I mean, there's good people everywhere. There's bad people everywhere. But for whatever reason, these places just seem to, seem to be more sane. Don't know why? Not asking. Just living with it. It is what it is. Hey, YouTube, how are you? Anyone from the Cape? Jason King says, hard to Cape, boy. Fuck this. City mines, boy. <laughs> Jerry Butts is from Cape Breton. Someone should pay him a visit. Say hi. Say hi for me. Tell him I said hello. Here's another, and they're, they're preparing people. Somebody's talking about the, the, the shortages and stuff. CNN is using creepy dystopian uh, before times rhetoric. The before times. CNN is a joke. They're laying narrative groundwork to prepare you for a world of uh, food shortages, scarcity, and uh, incompetence. The before times. Because we've promoted from the bottom. We've promoted, again, like everything, 
that we're experiencing is not an accident. Almost everything. For years now, for a solid decade, I would say, at least since 2012, is when I really started to notice, like, things are not going good anymore. Things are starting to get fucking weird here. We're promoting people and putting people in positions of authority and decision-making, which should be reserved for things like, I don't know, astrophysicists and, you know, smart people. And uh, filling them on the basis of uh, identity politics, which is racist in itself. Because we're battling racial inequality. No, you're making incredibly short-sighted and stupid decisions by putting people in positions of power because they look a certain way. Not, be, not based on what they can do, what their competencies are, how, you know, what, what, what they can deliver, bring to the job that they're you know, master organizers or logistical geniuses or some kind of you know, leadership guru. No, no, no. No, you just put them there because woke. And now we're reaping the rewards and the benefits of this. You have all these imbeciles in the government and the police and in positions of power and political parties running schools and academia. And, and there's just, they're doing nonsensical, insane. It's like, what is wrong with you? Well, they're idiots. And they were put there because they're idiots. Because the people trying to destroy and subvert Western civilization, that, they had that in mind the whole time. They've, con- they've convinced you to cut yourself, essentially, for your own good. To battle racism or something. So yeah, incompetence for sure. That's definitely not on, by accident. All of the people they've purged out of the military. When Obama was in the United the the U.S. president's office, he purged more generals out of the the U.S. military than anyone ever since the Second World War. Why? They're making sure everyone's ideologically pure. Now you've got Mark Milley, the critical race theory white people bad guy in charge, right? And in Canada, we've been, I don't, oh, they're all rapists. Everybody's a rapist. They just got another one the other day. A friend of mine knows him. Kadyo, was that his name? Trevor Kadyo or Kadyo? I can't remember. He was the incoming chief of defense staff. But no, he's also a rapist. Every single staff officer, like basically every general in the Canadian forces is some kind of sex predator, I guess. All of them? One, maybe. Two, possibly. Three, you're losing me. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. All right, this is this is a purge. How many CDSs is this now? Three. You had the head of the intelligence uh, school uh, canned. The head of the special forces canned. What is going on here? It's a purge. They're being replaced by party line loyalists at the at the uh, urging of the federal of the uh, liberal government. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. And I'm. You know, questioning where the stones are of these people, of these generals, of these of these senior officers to go to acknowledge the very obvious problem and say something about it or do something about it. That is your job, is it not, to defend Canada? And you're not doing it. Oh, well, somebody will. doesn't have to be you. You can just stay home and collect your paychecks because that's what's most important to you. Questions are being asked of CNN after the network used the creepy dystopian phrase before times to describe a pre- a time pre-COVID when grocery store shelves weren't empty. Oh. If you'd hoped grocery stores this fall and winter would look like they did in the before times, with limitless options stretching out before you in the snack, drink, and candy and frozen foods aisle, get ready for some disappointing news. Uh-huh. This one, uh, this person, Harrison Crank on Twitter says, interesting way of saying that we will live, we'll have food shortages in Joe Biden's America. Yes, because society is unraveling because of the many, many reasons I've talked about here for several years. 
And I like that, you know, those people, the anti-hate are, oh, they're talking like there's going to be a civil war and, like, society's going to, like, collapse. I'm like, crazy. It, it is happening already. You're so stupid. And you're going to be left there with your little tiny micro-peep dick in your hand. <laughs> and no one's coming to help you. Don't even ask for it either. Die slower. That's, that's going to be my fucking advice. Stretch it out. Really take time to enjoy it. Defending these fucking maniacs. Listen to this. Rumors. I just enjoyed it. Remember Sanjay Gupta, who is also an actor, Sanjay Gupta, who was in the movie, uh, the Matt Damon movie, what the hell was it called? Contagion as a doctor about a, a movie where there was a plague that spread and, you know, CIA owned Hollywood and all that. You remember that? Well, he was on Joe Rogan the other day and um, made to look ridiculous by peanut head Joe Rogan. Have you seen this? Horse dewormers, not a flattering thing. I get it's that. It's a lie. It's a lie on a news network, it, it, and it's a lie that's a willing, that's that's a lie that they're conscious of. It's not a mistake. Yeah. They're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine. Well, the FDA put this thing out. You saw that. Did you see that thing that the FDA put out? What did the FDA put out? <laughs> it was a tweet, and it was snarky. I admit it. They said, you are not a horse, you are not a cow, stop taking this stuff, or something like that. Why would you say that when you're talking about a drug that's been given out to billions and billions of people, a drug that was responsible for one of the inventors of it making the Nobel Prize, the Nobel Prize in 2015? Yeah. yeah no, a, a drug well, that has been shown to stop viral replication in vitro. You know that, right? I, I, Why would they lie? And say that's horse dewormer. I can afford people medicine, motherfucker. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's just a lie. I don't think anyone is thick. But don't you think that a he's so fucked? He's trying to like laugh. Like it's really funny. I really like this. Uh, you know, Rogan's kind of a deceptive character, and I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the guy. I do like some of the stuff he says sometimes, but this is really funny. This guy's so uncomfortable, and he later said that he felt intimidated, but he was scared of Rogan. That's why he didn't really. <laughs> Five foot nothing Joe Rogan. Yeah, because he's Rogan has a reputation of just ha jumping up on the table and fucking sweep kicking the guy across and just taking his head right off when he says something he doesn't like. Everybody knows that's what Joe Rogan's like on his podcast. He's a super violent, very scary, horrifying fucking person, right? Shut up, Gupta, you fucking slime ball. Lie like that is dangerous on a news network when you know that they know they're lying. You know that they know that I took medicine. Like, here it is. This is ivermectin. You got this it with right you. here. Somebody gave it to me. All right, hang on. I, I, do see, you, the, the thing is, we're, we're, we're like going so fast. Like, I feel like I'm missing. I'm missing. Do you think? I want oh, is it going too fast for you in an actual conversation? You don't have your teleprompter in front of you, you fucking snake. That's a problem that your news network not, lies. Well, I don't. I don't Dude. I mean, what did they say? They lied what and they said I was taking horse dewormer. First of all, it was prescribed to me by a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Along they with shouldn't have said a it was bunch horse. of if, other if medications. Was, if you got a human pill, because there were people that were taking it, the veterinary medication, and I, you're not, obviously. You got it from a doctor, so that it shouldn't be called that. Ivermectin can be a very effective medication. For parasitic disease, and as you say, it's probably, you know, I think, what, a quarter billion people have taken it around the world? More, I get that. Way more. So Way more. Can, Billions can, of people have taken it. Can I just come back to the one? I want to talk about I, two, No, no, two, no, no, two no, things no. on you the ledger. To, you have, before we get to that, does it bother you that the like news that. network... Didn't let him get away with it, hey? No, 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 no. Wait a minute. You work for 
out and out lied. Well, just outright lied about me taking horse dewormer. They, they, they shouldn't have said that. Why did they do that? I don't know. You didn't ask? You I didn't think that was your, did, you're the medical guy over there. I didn't ask. I should have asked before coming But they coming did it with such glee. No, yes, Joe. Said, I watched. What's he smiling about? They did it with glee. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. I watched it. What are you smiling about? You're such a scumbag. <sighs> There's a, um, at least he didn't get up and run away. This is also real funny, too. I know you think, think about this for a second. Maybe you're a Bible person. Maybe you're not. doesn't matter. A lot of things in there are, I very much agree with. It's just a general truth of the world. Something that was written thousands of years ago, and I'm like, that was true then, and it's true today. And there's a, there's a, verb, there's a, a proverb in there. I talked to my friend Mike about it, and I'm going to fuck this up now. The wicked flee when no one chases them. Although, although no one is, is is pursuing them or something like that. The wicked flee, though no one pursues them. Look at this. Hey, Vanessa. Vanessa Gelman, I'm a reporter with Project Veritas. Vanessa Gelman, <laughs> who works in Washington, D.C., is senior director of worldwide research. From Vanessa Gilman. From the perspective of corporate affairs, we want to avoid having the information on the fetal cell lines floating out there. We believe that the risk of communicating this right now outweighs any potential benefit that we could see, particularly with general members of the public who may take this information and use it in ways we may not want it out there. Yes, why did you send emails telling uh, Pfizer employees not to report that you guys were using fetal cell lining, miss? What else are you hiding from the public? Miss, Run, what else are you from the public? The public needs to know. Literally ran and hit in her oh, house. Uh, there you have it. We wanted to ask her a few questions. She <laughs> broke out into a sprint. We really think that the public needs to know what. Not what a red flag at all, guys. Emails and, uh, we tried she to got nothing comments. to hide. She ran. Sometimes they don't want to answer. That's the fastest she's ever moved in her life. That is the fastest that, 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 uh, really that house hippo has ever moved in its, in its tiny lifespan. That was basically lightning speed for that thing. What is this? Did I play this already? I did. Oh, that's deplorable. They just run. They just run away. Um, this guy Bobby Sausalito, another the Take Naps guy, Instagram. If you haven't seen him, uh, check it out. His, his, this was his interpretation of it. Hi there, you coward. I'm here from Project Veritas. Are these your emails? Oh no, you can't do this. I don't consent to being on camera. Well, this is a public parking lot. Oh, somebody threw it there on YouTube. Vault Dweller. Proverbs 21, 28.1. The wicked flee when no man pursueth. Podcast host Joe Rogan. But the righteous are bold as a lion. Funny how that works. I like that one. He, uh, Mike also told me there was a story somewhere in the Bible, too, I think, about uh, these, these liars, right? And their lies are like a, a blanket. A blanket that's too small. You know, you can never cover everything. You can cover their head and their feet are exposed. They cover their feet and their head is exposed. There's always a part of them. There's just not enough. There's always something. So true. (laughs) It's so true. They're such scum. Oh, let's see. Did I see this one? Yeah, that was it. Ran, ran, ran away. Just run away. Run away. There's nothing to see here, guys. There's nothing strange about that. Nothing strange at all. 
Could this be could this be part of it? A comparison, this is from the expose.uk. Comparison of official government reports suggests that the double and triple penetrated are developing acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. ADE, I think, is the shorthand of that. Latest United Kingdom uh, uh, surveillance report figures show that doubly penetrated 47-year-olds have lost 40% of their immune system capability compared to, you know, the others. Their immune systems are deteriorating at about 5% per week. Let's zoom this in a little bit more so you can see it. Between 2.7 and 8.7%. If this continues, then 30 to 50-year-olds will have 100% immune system degradation, zero viral defense by Christmas, and all double-penetrated people over 30 will have lost their immune systems by March next year. Huh. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Especially when you couple it with this. I'm going to go back to that for a second. And I'll, I'll throw you the link out for that. This is uh, just a collection of headlines here. Worst cold ever or COVID-19? Countries brace for influenza. Yahoo News. That was the Washington Post. Yahoo News. GPs urge people to stay home as complaints of worst cold ever surge. The Scotsman COVID, cold or flu, difference between COVID and the worst cold ever going around the UK and how long common colds last. BBC, super cold is the worst cold ever going around. Yahoo is the worst cold ever. Red Brick, the worst cold ever. The Sun, what is, what is the worst cold ever? The Sun again, windy weather spreads worst cold ever further and faster. Study warns. Are people's immune systems not what they used to be? Why is everybody getting so sick all of a sudden? It must be because of the worst flu, the worst cold ever. That must be what it is. Couldn't, couldn't be this. The five PHE tables below from their excellent vaccine surveillance report separated by four weeks clearly show how progressive the damage uh, that they're doing to the immune system's response. People aged 40 to 69 have already lost 40% and are losing it progressively 33 to 6.4% per week. Weekly decline. Oh, that's, that looks frightening. Everybody over 30, you know, just, that was just the uh, rehashing it now. And these are government of UK uh, studies. .gov.uk websites. You can go look yourself. Ooh. Ooh, those are from, those are not good numbers. Dear God. Pfizer originally claimed a 95% efficiency for the vaccine. Figures above indicate that the figures may well have been correct immediately after it. But the figures above also show that they do not merely lose efficiency over time down to zero. They progressively damage the immune system until a negative efficiency is realized. They presently leave anybody over 30 in a worse position than they were before. But let's get more. Boosters. 10 shots, 20 shots. Forever. You want it? Here it is. YouTube. Sent. Torpedo in the water. Twitch. Here you go. Number eins. Los. Torpedo in the water. Entropy. I'm missing somebody. Rumble. Number vier. Los. There you go. Bookmark that. Bookmark that. 
Worst cold ever. That's all it is. DJ Cogdell says about, oh, I read that one. Sorry. Mitch says the only way to deal with an unfree world is to become so absolutely free that your very existence is an act of rebellion. That's where we're going. Billy Madison says, so Sajan is getting architected right out of a job. So the feds can put an unqualified woman as minister of defense. Watch for the RCMP and CAF being amalgamated. That would be interesting. And very, very aggressive, uh, threatening thing to do if you're the public. That is not a good idea. That is not, that's not a good, the military is the police now. Oh, really? Well, I don't know about the police, but I have very intimate knowledge of how the CF works and operates. And um, trust me, that's like if you're, if you're going to go into a boxing fight or something, and it, or like a, a tournament, you know, MMA, and you're like, you don't know who, you just draw whoever is a random opponent, and you're like, oh, who'd we get? Oh, that guy? Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah, that's not, that's not that bad. No, we can we can definitely beat that guy. <laughs> I was fucking scared you were going to give me the fucking NSA or the CIA or something. Oh, the Canadian government? Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> no, I used to train with that guy. He's dumb. He's not very good. Yeah, there's not. I mean, he's got a couple of good kicks, it's, but that's literally it. I mean, as long as you avoid, as long as you avoid that right leg, you're fine. There's not, literally nothing to worry about. <laughs> Eugenius Bear says, I wonder what bot and paid politician tastes like. I think I will ask the dog. Maybe the dog. <laughs> Jesus. Lost Dog says, cheers to you for posting uh, Jeff Durbin, Apollegia Church, regarding government-mandated cookies. I am my brother's keeper. I will play that. And again, I was going to play it tonight, actually. And I will do it again. Thank you, sir. Mitch M. Says, fuck, you make me. Absolutely. So, you know. <laughs> Just get it. It's good for you. Furthermore, then I'm gonna have to take take my pills. <laughs> Doctor Fauci again falsely claims that COVID kills more children than than the flu. Not true. Not even close. This is the second time the White House medical advisor has made the claim. Uh, Guy Benson here says uh, recently claiming that we've lost more children from COVID than we'll ever lose from the flu. This isn't true. In the next week, the CDC estimates. A flu death among children during recent flu seasons. It's not even close. He's a liar. Intentionally misleading. I have a table down here that's actually uh, real. <laughs> Essentially no one. Here's the, uh, here's the deaths from the CDC. Essentially, out of 100,000 people, so deaths per COVID uh, per 100,000 people, in the 46, oh, Jesus, for, like 29 years old, 11.78 people out of 100,000. You, know you know how to do those percentages with your calculator? Calculator, Go try that one out. How about 60-year-olds? 214 people out of 100,000, what that percentage is. And compare it to the seasonal flu. What about children? Let's go with 5-year-olds. 0.27. <laughs> Pretty much across the board. It's under 1. It's point some point nothing until you get to about 17 years old. So the idea that we need to vaccinate the children to protect the children with what you've just seen out of the United Kingdom's own government surveillance reports among the degradation of the immune system of people would suggest that would be an incredibly bad idea. Would it not? You don't even need to know these things. People instinctively, parents especially, I've yet to meet 
anyone, and I'm sure they do exist, but I've yet to meet anyone, and, and I'm among specifically people that I know that succumb to the pressure. I don't know a single person that has gotten the penetration that did it because they were scared of the virus. Not a, not a one, not a single one. They did it because they were threatened and they felt pressured. That's evil. That's an evil thing to do. And of those people that succumbed, ask them how they feel about their children being having the same thing done to them. Many people, again, got... Hearsay, uh, anecdotal evidence. A lot of people are not having a good time, getting sick, having some issues, having some problems. And now they want your kids. January, February. The Nova Scotia government has already said, yeah, we're going to New Year. This big, fat, disgusting, melted pumpkin of a human being that is Dr. Strang. Dr. Strang. <sighs> He's having trouble breathing himself. This man is not a doctor. He's a disgrace. The guy was a team rugby doctor and then became top doctor of Nova Scotia. Why? Because he would, they, that idiot will do what we tell him. Put him up there. Go look into his work history and his resume and ask yourself if you think that is actually the most qualified doctor to be making these calls in the entire province. Pretty sure the guy they deplatformed and fired there, Milburn and Cape Breton, was infinitely more qualified than this guy. But hey, it's not how it works. It's political. It's not based on, based on real things anymore. It's based on who's going to say yes and who's going to play ball. Who's going who's gonna to bend down and bend over. Uh, not me. Not a lot of you. And they're going to try and force you to. Then, uh... Then the teeth come out. Cheers, homies. What does it mean? We don't speak German. Nobody knows what it means. Gets the people going. It's provocative. I actually do know what it means. I said it earlier. It was a, it was an Easter egg for you. If you're a Rammstein fan, or you speak and say Deutsch. Someone asked, is it, oh, Liquid Zoo, hurry. Is this the Duhast? The Duhast band. Yeah, Rammstein. It's from the same album, actually. Seinsucht. It's very scary. I I have always enjoyed their music. They're pretty cool. Hellbilly Deluxe says, my dog bites a commie. He would lick the cat's ass for two days to try and kill the taste. You can't eat commies. It's literally like, um, it's the same reason why people don't like to really eat bears too much. I mean, they they taste like garbage because they mostly eat garbage. Right? You don't want to eat, you know, raccoons. And, it, you know? <laughs> Rumble PPC. How are you? I like, there's a lot of new people here today. Says, theory. No more money left to pay old age pensions. NWO is calling the herd. 
So less payouts, population, it's easier to manage the future. Also, Schwab is trying to merge AI with humans, the transhumanism agenda. Yeah, people be easier to control if they've got computer chips fucking working their brain somehow. They're working on that shit. My theory is personally, this is my personal, I don't know, because you mean, you, you know, this is craziness. If you're currently controlling, let's say, um, let's see, you say, you say you manage a company called Earth, <laughs> but no, you know, it's a, it's a different parallel universe where you manage a, a planet or something, you know, or a, or a, an entire economy, something like this. And um, because you're a greedy vampire, a parasitic vampire that preys on the blood and the innocence of, uh, you know, normal people. You've installed what's called a fiat currency system where you can just print money forever. That's based on nothing and backed by nothing. You can control the money supply and thereby control governments and manipulate people to your heart's content because you control all of the money. You are the money. Except that uh, with a fiat currency system, eventually an inflation will outpace, the printing of the money will outpace its value and eventually rendering it uh, worthless. It'll go to zero. And if you go and look at the, the purchasing power of the U.S. dollar, it goes like this, down to basically nothing of what it once was. That's why things used to cost nothing. Back in my day, you could buy, you could get a candy bar and a, a bag of popcorn and go to a movie theater and get your dick sucked by a prostitute for $2. You know, <laughs> because $2 used to be worth my, it's not that things cost more. Things have always cost. They've always cost. The money's just much more worthless now. That's why I've, I've said this before. Uh, silver and gold stacks. Exactly. That's actual money. That's why they don't want you to have that. A, a gold coin. This is the best way that it was ever described to me that made the most sense to me. A, a, a one ounce gold coin back in any time throughout history, essentially. Go back all the way to Julius Caesar's days. The 1920s, whatever, a one gold coin in exchange for this piece of actual money would get you a fairly nice set of clothes. Good suit, good, you know, whatever. Pair of shoes, nice hat, you know, got a good tie, you got a nice pocket square. You're looking good, you're looking sharp. That's nice, there we go. Not, that's good, good stuff. Today it's worth about, uh, 20, was it 2,400 bucks Canadian, 2,500 bucks, something like that. Get you a pretty nice suit, wouldn't it? That's how you judge what it, the, 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 the suits always cost the same. They've always cost the same. It's the paper that's become less valuable. Now you need more of it. That's why you have things like hyperinflation. If you look at uh, Venezuela, they were going around in wheelbarrow, you know, Weimar, Germany, which is where the National Socialists came from in the first place because they were absolutely gutted and destroyed by international banking. And uh, in, in one of Hitler's own speeches, famously quoted saying, the wheelbarrows, you know, people trying to buy bread, the wheelbarrows aren't big enough to carry the money in. Because of hyperinflation. And the same thing is now happening in our countries right now. It doesn't happen overnight. It's not something that's like tomorrow bread is $50. But it, it doubles up and doubles up and doubles up and it gets faster and faster and faster. And eventually it's going to be month to month. And it's starting to happen now where people are starting to realize, hey, man, like my groceries are literally going up like 50 bucks a month. Like what, what is going on? The prices of the food have not increased. The money, the, the purchasing power of your money has gotten less. And when they print this money and they give it out, the people at the top get it first. And then they do shit like buy your farm from you, buy the land and, and all of this crap. And they, they trade this worthless paper, nothing, for real assets like land and food and livestock and, and, and things like this. Resources. Mines, forestry, whatever. 
And then by the time it filters down to you, it's, uh, well, now it's $40 for a box of cereal. And I, I've noticed it just, man, from 2010 to, to now, it's gotten quite, in 10 years, that has gotten really, uh, really out of control. And I, I read a stat, I haven't confirmed this, just full disclosure, but I don't doubt it. That 40% of all U.S. dollars in existence in the world has been printed in the last 12 months. That's a death sentence. If you have inflation that goes above 4%, your country is in serious danger. 4 or 5%. That's more than, than, than people's wages and, and, and uh, uh, pay raises and, and such will, will keep up with. And all these people, how long have I, I, I don't talk about it very much because I don't like to tell people what to do with their money. And again, it, it's a dangerous, I did what I did, but I'm a risk-taking kind of guy. It's my nature. I spent some money on Bitcoin a few years ago. It's doing just fine right now. It was going to zero. It's worthless. It's going to zero. Is it $65,000 US right now? Now, is Bitcoin more valuable or, or is the dollar, you know? And now JP Morgan and all these big banks, all these bankers that told you not to buy it, it's worthless. Oh, it's going to zero. I had it. JP Morgan, was it him? Was the JP Morgan president? Jamie Dimon, I can't remember who it was Jamie Dimon. I can't remember which bank he were. Is he is the Goldman Sachs guy? I can't remember. Said, I will fire anybody that gets any Bitcoin. It's such a stupid investment, blah, blah, blah. And then it tanked. And right after that, his bank bought billions of dollars of Bitcoin. Don't pay attention to what, yeah, Darren Ganders is buying Bitcoin at $3,000 was a great buy. Back then, they were like $3,000 for Bitcoin. That's insane. It's worth $65,000 now. $500 in Bitcoin a few years ago would, netted, would have netted you millions now. <laughs> so, but now they're introducing uh, ETF future. They're, you know, they're going to basically put it on the stock market to be speculated upon. It's, it's becoming an official thing. It's no longer a fringe idea. Um, institutional power is buying into it, and it's not going away. It's being understood by a lot of people. And now it's worth, you know, it's going to be worth $100,000 before long. So anyway, uh, Bad Andy says, bought in at 5K, sitting pretty good for you, man. Good for you guys. I bought I bought some at, uh, yeah, probably three, four, five, six thousand, then 10, and then 15, 20. And at the time, like buying at 20 was like, man, this is getting crazy. But it's worth triple that now, and, you know. Anyway, the fiat currency system that we have is collapsing so i this was a long explanation for you know someone said uh, you know these are my these are my theories my theories if you're running a you're running a global economy for example the fiat money currency system eventually runs out of steam it collapses and implodes is it better to just let it explode let everything fall apart and the chaos that ensues you take your money and run away or do you do what you know a controlled demolition do you intentionally collapse everything that exists in order to then rebuild it in a in in you know phase two or part two, that you also control. Which which is a better idea? In my opinion, the international power brokers and the string pullers and the bankers that run this place that run this world have uh, accurately surmised. Yeah, we're pretty much at the end of this game, so let's just blow it up and. Uh... All right, now it's it's time. You know, it's time to time to move on. And now and watch for it because now it's being legitimized. Now they're going to create like Fed coin. Uh, Federal Reserve coin or Canada coin and all all of this shit. And it's going to be something the government controls. 
And that's not what Bitcoin was originally invented to do. It was originally invented to circumvent the banking system because it was open and transparent and everybody could see where every Bitcoin in the world was at all times. It's an open ledger. It's, it's, it's there. And no one owns any of it. It's decentralized. The network belongs to everyone. The only way to get rid of it is to destroy the internet. I don't know how that's going to happen, but it's a crazy situation. I'm considering selling it soon to trade it for real shit because eventually, uh, you know, it's it's Bitcoin or or it's money. That's not that's not worth much, not nearly as much as like a homestead would be or an acreage would be with with a farm and this kind of to feed yourself and survive that kind of thing. So, I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm getting close. I'm thinking maybe around Christmas time. It's time for me to my my pull pin. Maybe it's a mistake. Some people are like, oh well, you know, it could be worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars by this time or that time. I'm like I might be in jail as a political prisoner by then though. So it's not really any help to me. You know, might be a better idea to uh, buy a fortress and move my entire fucking family and half of the bigots in there and create, you know, a insane cult, you know, where we worship Philip and the whole <laughs> literally hashtag literally would rather do. Billy Manson said, you going to play that nice song about the flower that flower that grows on the on the heath with all the bees buzzing around the one from arcade show. I'll give you five bucks. <laughs> What's it called, Erica? Eugenius Bear says the Vax Pass is the holy grail of totalitarianism. Yep. They've been planning this for a long time, and it's they're so close. But can they get it over the finish line? That's the question. Eugenius Bear says Bitcoin is allowed to persist because it helps control, shunt the price of gold and silver, and hide the effects of monetary inflation. I have both. <laughs> you know, I get both. I do like... You're always going to be able to find somebody to buy gold from you, right? If you've got actual gold coins, they'll be like... Even if it's illegal, they'll be like, yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to not be money. Always has been, always will be. Johnson Triple Six says, What's Jacinda Ardern from New Zealand been up to? Is hating her like sustenance for you to live? How do you determine if she qualifies to be an alien fish person? Should the alien fish species be destroyed? The alien fish people are definitely evil. She's an alien horse uh, breed. A lot of these aliens, they, they um, in, inhabit... They carry characteristics of, of animals on Earth for some reason. I'm not sure why it is. But she seems more like a horse. She could be a horse beetle. That's true. She's some kind of horse creature. Um, she doesn't seem... She, she's not very fishy to me. She's she's more of a... Like, she's some kind of evil horse creature. Uh, definitely not human. Billy Masterson says, anyone see that Brit MP who got stabbed to death at his constituency office? I, I think I have that somewhere. Shame about him being conservative rather than labor. But overall, I would support this trend and hope it explodes worldwide. <laughs> Well, he was, of course, stabbed to death by a uh, Somalian migrant, probably because he was one of the guys speaking out against mass migration. He supported Brexit and, and all of that stuff. So, <sighs> yeah. Cormac Hurst says, I suspect that I might be the only Canadian who's been both a pharmacist with loads of training in math and stats before pharmacy school and an infantry officer. That is an interesting mix. I did not know that. I didn't know you're an officer, sir. Cool. Good for you. I have seen... I. That's my one of my only regrets. I should have done that. I should have done the officer school thing just for the just because. Captain McKenzie sounds so much better. <laughs> or major, you know what I mean? Could you imagine if I was a fucking major? Oh my god. Oh my god. Imagine a company I was in charge of. <laughs> my sergeant major would be or my <laughs> would be like, this is Sir, these men are all cri they're all basically criminals. That guy's, they're doing blow in the bathrooms. That guy's, uh, yeah, and they'll beat anybody. These guys are killers. <laughs> do you want to live or do you want to not live? 
we only want killers in here. That's how you fucking win. What did you think the Devil's Brigade was? They literally, you know, recruited convicts and maniacs and stuff because it's like, well, <laughs> they're hard as fuck. You know, these guys are these guys are serious maniacs. <laughs> they're all they're all degenerate scum, and I love them, and they're indestructible. Ah. Uh... That would be funny. Anyway, he says, I've seen the horseshit and the potential goodness in both worlds, and I'm a committed Dagalonian. You're good people. Oh, thanks, man. You too. I, again, Ferryman was right. You guys are all great. I've yet to meet anybody that's not pretty cool. Um, there he is again. Ferryman's tolls. The central bank digital currencies are inevitable. I agree. Canada's is almost complete. According to the schedule they had created for it, the yuan, uh, the Chinese dollar, is already in circulation as others. Digital? Only a matter of time before it gets attached to the Vax Pass. And that's going to be the death blow. They'll be able to turn your money off. There you go. Then what are you going to do? This is why the organization of the others ourselves into, um, you know, crypto communities essentially uh, is imperative. You can't survive on your own. We can't, you can't just leave society. I'm going to go live in the woods, you know, by yourself. It can't be done. You're not going to, not for long. You're not going to live for long. They will, it will get to that. They will go that far if we allow them to do it. So that's why you need to, you need to do, you got to go out and find the others, find your friends and find other people because they, I guarantee they exist. I'm telling you they do. And there's a lot of them. And, uh, Ferryman again, you had a great point. Um, it's true. Like, I mean, when you look at the, let's just look at the numbers that, you know, look at the Telegram channel and the, and the downloads and the views and this kind of thing and everybody in this community, which is already ex- fucking exploded compared to what it was. Those are the, those are the hardcore people. Those are the one percenters. You know what I mean? These guys are here all the time. Eat, you know, they're, they're, they're hardcore for every one of them. There's 20, 25% more that are occasionally here because the guys have people, they have things going on. They've got kids, they've got careers, they've got lives. Not everybody's on the internet all the time. Not everybody's listening to, to shit, you know, nine hours a week, which, I mean, I appreciate you guys, you know, a ton. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's just not everybody does. I mean, I don't, I literally don't have time to listen to hardly anything anymore. But, and even outside of that, there's a ton of people that agree with all of this, but they're not on the internet and they're not, they're busy trying to like not die and trying to secure themselves. And other people that in the community say like, yeah, I, I mean, they don't, I, I pitch, I tell them about this shit and they're all like, yeah, yeah, we all agree with this. Yeah, right. The numbers we have are actually deceptively much bigger than you'd probably think. There's a lot, there's a lot of us, man. And we have everything we, dude, there's pharmacists, there's, uh, <laughs> you know, he was there earlier, he's a metallurgy expert. We have tons of smart capable people and it gets bigger every day people are going to need jobs they're going to need things to do the uh uh justin great you know him and his wife you know creating the uh the, the bank idea in edmonton food banks clothes things like that we're going to need this stuff we're going to need each other because things are only going to get harder and if you're thinking the government dude the government is your enemy they hate you if you're not willing to sit there and take the needle and do what they say and bend over and take the marxism right up right up the pipe uh, they don't, you're a bad person. You might be a terrorist and all that. That's just how it's shaping up to go down. So we've had, we have no choice. We have no choice, but to find each other and, and start, uh, you know, battening down the hatches, so to speak. So that interests you go on the telegram page. And I've tried, I can, I can only do so much. I don't have billions of dollars. If I did look the fuck out, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, oh, the things I would do. 
Go on the Telegram page, t.me. I should put it on the, on the screen here, shouldn't I? I should put it down here in the bottom right. There's some space there where there's the Entropy Stream link here. Down, uh, down here. I should put it next to it over here. T.me slash Raging Distant. There's a, a pinned message in there. And there's sub-region. And the, the Nova Scotia people, I was talking to them earlier. Uh, they're, you know, maybe just a couple of regional groups. Maybe a Cape Breton group and an Annapolis Valley group. People that are closer together. So it's easier to coordinate in, in this kind of thing and uh, support each other. And that's, um, that's it's, a, it's a good start. It's a good start. And then once you've got ways to mobilize and rally a lot of people to a cause like is happening right now. Should I even talk about this? Dennis and Stacy, would you stop? I pay you so much in drugs. And all you do is make out and fuck around and don't. You're not even doing it right. If you're going to do blow off of her ass like that, you're spilling it all on the floor. You're not. Uh, Phil is going to kill you when he gets back. He went to the liquor store for more booze. But Phil, he, I would I would clean it up. They're useless. Anyway, um, some of the people in the community. No, I can't turn the camera. It's too, there's too much shit going on over there. You don't want that. There's other people in the community that are, you know, it's been happening more than once. People are like, listen, I actually do need help with X, Y, and Z. And people just come out of the fucking woodwork to help them. And, and, and because they're good people, they don't like to ask for help. It's just, it's just the way it is, you know? And some people have been helped against their will. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they didn't know it was going to happen until it happened. It's like this way. You can't say no, you're going to get fucking ambushed with it. Right. Um, ferryman's right. And everybody's like, it, it's, they're, they're great people. And, uh, it's been, um, it's been a crazy couple of years and I'm, I'm very, um, I'm very proud of you guys. I'm proud of this community and for everything that's, that's gone, ha everything that's gone down and everything that's happened, how tightly you guys protect each other and help out and, and look out for each other and, and do things for each other. And you've, you know, stood by me and all of the other guys, all of, you know, uh, uh, Derek and edgy and, you know, uh, and, and Matt and, and Phil and all these dudes, it, Greg now. And for, like, there's so many, I don't know. I'm going to have to get a list, right? It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger all the time. And this is important too. I want to echo this. And this is, um, was it, was it Frank? It was a Big Mac or Frank? I can't remember. It was in Ferryman's video. He has a Telegram channel as well. You want to find him. He's the maker of the memes. And the Diagalon Shop of Horrors link tree, linktr.ee slash Raging Distant. There's a link down there to his, uh, all kinds of great shit. You can, you want to get some shirts or stickers or whatever, right? The reason why so many people, they come into these communities and they, they go to, and they meet each other. And they say like, man, I feel like I've, I've been here a long time. I feel like I know all these people because you do. And it was, I, I was like, that's what it is too. As soon as he said it, I'm like, yes, exactly. Cause you have a common culture. We share a common culture. We believe a lot of the same things. Uh, we don't like a lot of the same things. There's a, there's a, for whatever reason, we're sprinkled around the country, but we're, we're basically of the same cloth as it were. You have a tribe here. These are your people. You know, and uh, that's what they're trying to take away from you. They're trying to create this uh, bland, vanilla, void, multi-culty. Nobody really believes anything. It's just everything is relative, and you know, you know, and and people like that are easy to control because they don't belong to anything. They have no identity. And he said, "What is it? What is a Canadian identity? Does anybody know? What does that mean? What do you believe? What do you not believe? What do you accept? What do you not accept? No one even fucking knows anymore. That should scare you." Not so much the same in the United States. A lot of Americans are still proud Americans. And they can tell you exactly what it means to be an American. 
or or a or British person or a German or an Italian. In Canada, mm, we are ripe. He said, I know what it means to be Diagolonian. <laughs> right? You know, we, there's people out there that are that are with you and they're on your team and they believe in you and uh, we can help each other. So the networking is very, very important. We got to do that. And from there, we can, who knows what we'll be able to do. That was a lot of rambling. Philip's disciples are speaking of worshiping Philip. What is the line between religion and cult again? I believe it's sex orgies and sacri- human sacrifices. <laughs> as long as we keep those under control. All right, I'll permit one. You can have one, but not both. You can have one, but not both. Once we do both, it's a cult, and then it's gone too far. Cormac curses. I did blow in the bathroom with those maniacs at two RCR. <laughs> I believe you because I was there. I under, I remember. I, I <laughs> weren't you an officer? <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, those were the days. Those guys. Patent five three seven says a pint of sweat will save a gallon of blood. That's right. Training is important. Blue Taco says I have some good laughs for you all. I I have had some good laughs from you all. I truly appreciate it. Right back at you. Rumble PPC says, did you see this angry former U.S. Army Ranger? They're getting pissed. I don't like to click links because I'm, I'm getting uh, fucked with uh, by doing those. So I can't, sorry. It's just a rule. David Teeson says, Marxism, Mark. Hmm, fuck, the, the Marxist. Cadillac Slim says, I was in the Alberta group and then somehow got booted. Not sure why. Didn't say anything. Tried to rejoin. Says, link is expired. I think I replaced it. So, yeah, the guys that are running the groups, you have to uh, come up with actual like long-term, like because there's expiring ones you can send out. Those are no good. <laughs> you know, they burn up after a while. And they, I believe they were kicking people out if they didn't say anything or something or they were just lurking. Um, don't do that because some people, they don't have the time. They don't want to say anything. They just kind of want to know what's going on. You're, no, nothing illegal is going on. You have nothing to hide. It's just, dude, hey, do you guys want to get together this time? Come out and meet everybody and we'll, you know, talk and chat and hang out and shake hands and this kind of thing. Uh, or you're just sharing information based on, the, you know, what's going on in the local area, the Calgary area, the Edmonton area, whatever the hell, right? That's it. That's all it's for. If you're in there trying to fuck around and cause nonsense, you know, you're gone. But uh, I think there was they were doing a thing where they were getting rid of people that just weren't saying anything, you know. The guys are paranoid, you know. <laughs> it's just what happens. Search Nanaimo. What are you doing? Is that Nanaimo, BC? Um, but, yeah, that is, the, that is the intention of the groups is to network and find people. That's it. Um, find them in real life and then start, you know, networking in reality because this shit has got to come off the internet. This, this is, this is a, this is secondary or tertiary. All the primary effort of what we should be doing is in, is in reality, in real life, meeting people and, uh, solidifying these groups and these networks so that we can support each other going into what is undoubtedly going to be a really shitty decade. And if you're, you know, banking on internet relationships to, to help you through that, it's, it's not going to work out for you. Because you know what? There may not even be an internet soon. At least not one that we're allowed to access because we're the bad people. As you know, the government is working very hard on that. They're trying to censor the internet very shortly. I believe there's a story about that here. Someplace. Somewhere over the big rainbow. Everyone is racist. Where is it? I'm sure I had this somewhere. But now I cannot find it. Not that it matters. Take my word for it. <laughs> it is happening. And there's a lot of criticism coming from even the left and other people saying, you don't, 
censoring the internet and doing these. These are not, they're going to do it, guys. Laws don't mean anything if you're not willing to fight for them and defend them. If it's just a piece of paper at the end of the day. At the end of the day, it's words on a page. If we all agree to a law that says, uh, yeah, no one, no one drinks uh, on Fridays, right? That's the law for whatever fucking reason. That's what it says in the paper. And I, you know, crack a beer and go, what? What are you going to do? Well, if you do nothing, then your law means nothing. If they get to infringe on our rights, which are supposed to be, you know, laws, and we do nothing, then we deserve what we get. Speaking of laws, in Ontario, in the latest development of Canadian tyranny, and this was, this was just updated when? September 2nd? How, how did I not see this before? I don't know. It must have been updated since then. Nope, guess not. Is this right? Is this you sure it wasn't October 2nd? I don't know. This is this is lunacy. So I don't know if this has been updated or not since then. Ontario juries must be vaccinated starting next week. Starting next week. So if you go to trial, you don't get to have a jury of your peers anymore. Especially if the crime is, let's say, crime, uh, vax pass related or vaccine you know injection related. All of the people judging you must be vaccinated. Wow, right? Only fully vaccinated Ontarians can serve on juries starting next week at the order of the Chief Justice of the Superior Court of Justice. Potential jurors who are unvaccinated or prefer not to answer the question will have their jury service deferred to a later date as a or, or never, you know. The order lasts until October 8th, but can be extended. I believe, and maybe that's what, where this, I originally found this, because they did extend it. We'll sue them in court. Yeah, because that's... Because these people are above, you know, corrupting courts, right? They would never do that. They would never, ever do that. Oh, that's crazy. This is the uh, the QR code coming out of Ontario. Right out of the future, right out of 1984. Verified, not invalid. There is a problem, cannot be scanned. Look for, this is your life in Ontario now. Two weeks to flatten the curve to this. Papers, please. Except they're digital now. Show me your digital papers. And of those papers, this is here's the QR code that you got to scan. Oh, it's ironclad. You can't hack that. Oh, yeah. You guys are idiots. This is where this came from. I showed you earlier. Show dose one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's spots for eight doses. Up to eight. Why? Because they intend to give you at least two a year until 2024. And then uh, that leaves room, lots of room and time to update everything, doesn't it? It's not temporary. It was never going to be temporary. And this fat, disgusting pig sold out all of you in Ontario to make money. He's getting rich. I guarantee that he is. And with all of this... Years now, the restrictions, the lockdowns, the masks, needle, 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 needle. It's not enough. We need more. We need more. We need more. How is that possible? How is it possible things have gotten so much worse when everything, all everybody did was, was follow the rules and do what they were told? But yet, everything is worse somehow. Jaded Mandarin, I remember you. How are you doing? Says, our natural, that was from Ronald Reagan, our natural inalienable rights are now considered to be a dispensation from government and freedom 
has never been so fragile, so close to slipping from our grasp as it is at this moment. Well, that was the 80s, and this is now... Uh, Mothy2020 said he's surrounded by Pfizer salespeople. They're on his team, lobbyists. Real reason to... I've showed you this before. And he's definitely not the only one. There's no way. They, these people, these, these lobbyists, these pharmaceutical companies have so much money. Oh, I missed another one. I, I, where'd I save this? Or maybe I forgot about it. It was the amount of lobbyists for pharmaceutical companies in Washington, D.C. Pfizer had like 90. Moderna had like 50. Merck had like 30 or 40 or 50. And then at the bottom said natural immunity, zero. It's all about money and control. Always was. Why did Doug Ford change his mind on vaccine passports? Follow the money. Realreason.ca slash Corey with a K. K-O-R-Y. Definitely don't go look at that site. Doug's campaign manager is Corey Teniek. Corey's the CEO and co-founder of Rubicon Strategies, a lobbying firm that represents AstraZeneca, Pfizer, and over 100 other biotech and big tech corporations. Corey took a leave of absence in May to run in the Ontario PC Party's re-election campaign. However, he's still the director, CEO, and co-founder of Rubicon. Corey's company is still profiting from PC Party decisions like vaccine passports. Is it right for Corey to be intimately involved with the PC Party decision-making while his company profits and Ontarians suffer? You should ask your members of parliament about that. Slime. Absolute slime. There's no other word for it. Oh, boy. Uh, Sean M. says, uh, to at Cormac Kerr, weren't you an officer? Yeah, seems he was one of the good ones. (laughs) Must have been, right? Salute, sir. Deanna one says, people should probably have a physical address book with details of their contacts wrote down for emergency. You never know when you may have to give up your tracking device. Right, I mentioned this last time. Do that. Especially the people you meet in the community. If you go out and you meet them, you talk to them, get their numbers and any other relevant information and physically write it down. Physically write it down somewhere. Because if these phones are compromised, and I'm sure they will be, at least you'll be able to get a landline or borrow something from somebody. If you need to make a call to somebody, you can do that. If you don't and you lose this, how, how many phone numbers do you know in your head? When we were kids, I used to know everybody's phone number off the top of my head. I had them all memorized. I still remember a lot of them. One of my, one of my friend's phone number was 1488. <laughs> True story. Just was. I was like 14, but I remember it. Uh, I remember my grandfather, my grandparents' phone number, my home phone number. I remember a bunch, I remember my first girlfriend's phone number because I called it so much. Where are you, slut? <laughs> She's not answering me. <laughs> oh, to be 16 again. Power Stroke 444 says, My grandparents' dad's side immigrated from Russia in the 30s, always voted liberal, were very conservative, but felt they owed it to him. Owed it to them. Oh, owed it to the government probably in the 30s, yeah. Yeah, and Canada's been run by the Liberal Party for much longer than anyone else. But uh, I think the Liberal Party of old and what it is today are not anywhere close to the same thing, unfortunately. Uh, Desley Mendoza, how you doing, brother? Says, half hour after my grandma's natural death, we were suddenly told she was exposed to COVID. The nurses didn't know how. And the coroner and funeral home would later, would be following COVID protocol. I later learned that this protocol includes avoiding autopsies in some jurisdictions. Oh, of course. So she's likely another COVID death statistic. Everything dies. It, it's a giant scam. And I don't care what these, these idiot smear mag merchants want to write. 
Time is going to prove us correct, and you are going to pay for what you've done. You're already losing momentum. Can you feel it? Can you, can you feel that shift in the air? Your power is waning and subsiding and getting smaller and less people are listening and no one cares. And conversely, on the other side, ours is getting louder and more populated and more motivated and more serious. You are doomed. Must be a shitty position to be in. Billy Masterson says you'd never know Cormac was an officer if he was wearing the same Canex polo as everyone else. <laughs> Canex polo. <laughs> officer cadet, maybe. Maybe second lieutenant. I, I can't imagine. Can't imagine any, any of them were one more. You know. Let's drink to that. Those guys are fucking legends. And to all of you guys that are still in that are hanging the fuck on. Listen. And, and the police as well that are that are on the way. And I'll say that in, in 60 days, we're going to know who, who are the real serious, who are the good cops, who are the ones that are not going to stand for this and going to protect your rights? They're the ones that aren't cops anymore. If they, enforce the, if, if they enforce the mandate, right? In two months, all of the guys that are, and, and girls that are like, I'm not standing, this is freaking crazy. They're going to force you out of a job. So, which means, right? Thank you for making it so easy for us, Ottawa. You're driving people into our camps and make you're, you're you just cut it right down the center. And you're like, everybody get everybody get in the in the cattle car. And it's like everybody that doesn't get in is probably gonna be your friend soon. It's basically come to that. That is the most this is the most important issue. Because this is what the totalitarian control system depends upon. And if you don't if you don't play ball, you oppose it by definition. If you oppose it by definition, you probably belong with us. And it's fun over here. I was talking to Greg earlier. They've finally given us something to, to really fucking, you know? Being a rebel is way more fun. And we follow the rules, and we do what we're told. Oh, shut up, you bitch! Smoke a cigarette! Drive fast! You know? Get it! <laughs> Woo! Flip off the police. <laughs> Live your life. They won't let you. I insist you do. Oh, he's back from the store. Hey, you made it. Yeah, they, they spilled all the... Uh-oh, he's mad. Time like the present. YouTube, Rumble, Entropy, Hillbilly Deluxe. As usual, one of those hallmark statements here at Bigot 104.4 FM 
One of our favorite songs for now, forever, and for always. Rock Authority, Pennywise, Land of the Free. That song never gets old, I swear to God. It never does. Fighting against something... Re- I mean, I was, I've was i never really been a huge government fan. Since the 9-11 days, I kind of suspected things were sideways. But, I mean, there, it was it, this compared to today, that stuff was, that was nickel and dime shit, you know? People are like, oh, the government's trying to put in a pipeline. It's like, yeah, fucking calm down, you know? <laughs> Oh, the government raised taxes by a percent. Like, yeah, all right. But now it's like, do get this needle or you don't eat. Excuse me, sir. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is real. I think, let me get my book out, Phil. Where is it? Where is it? I think it's hidden inside this this skull mask here. What's it say? Uh, Conditions for break glass in case of tyranny. Uh, Page four. Fuck you, make me death to style. Yeah, that's it's in there. That's in there. Yeah. Do what we say you don't eat is is definitely, it's right there on page seven. So I guess, uh, all right. Let's fucking get real then. Okie dokie. Fine, you've finally given me something to fight for. That's great. I mean, I was bored. I was getting bored. Um... To gear into 98 says, what do you think the chances are they can pull the Chinese into Canada via the UN? That would be war immediately. I don't know. If they're that stupid to do that, imme- literally immediately. Like within within a day or two, there's dead Chinese soldiers. That's insane. That Because that's an easy sell. Find me. And, and this is just my belief. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a real big, uh, like, like. Uh, sex scholar, and by that I mean gender, right? Of like relations kind of thing. But in in my opinion, I feel like a lot of the men will take their cues from 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 the women of society. When when things like that are, are needed, you know, basically when the women and the children are really suffering, and the women demand something be done, that is eventually what kicks the kicks the men into action. And. If you could find a grandmother in this country, moms and grandmas and these kinds of people, and you go, what do you, how do you feel about Chinese soldiers patrolling your streets with guns? If you can convince them, if they, because they're normally the ones, men are the ones who are like, fuck this, burn these motherfuckers, fuck, and they go, honey, calm down, no, you're gonna get, you're gonna get hurt. Like the women always want to avoid confrontation. You know what I mean? For a while, but even now, a lot of the ones that I talk to. There's a great uh, photo Aria headed up actually on Instagram. I think one time, it was a it was a girl in a skirt with an M16 firing at the British military. who's part of the IRA, right? When the women have decided this has gone too far, I've seen enough. This is da- this is crazy. Something's got to be fucking done about this. When the grandmothers and the moms are saying fuck this, then you're you're real. And I I would have a really hard time believing that that many. If you took it to every grandmother and mother in this country and said, hey, how do you feel about these Chinese people running, roughing people up and patrolling the streets with guns and everything? They would probably have some choice words for you. And that will permeate outward. It's almost like the men of the society need permission from, from their, 
as stupid as it sounds from their moms and their grandmoms to be like, it's okay, honey, you go, you know, like if your mom, you're, you're at school, you know, like, Oh, this kid's fucking with me. You know, he did this and that. And your mom says, uh, she doesn't say, Oh, I'm going to call the school. We're going to deal with this. She goes, you go back to school tomorrow. And when you, when you see that kid, he comes up to you, you hit him right in the nose as hard as you can. You, f- you fuck that kid up. <laughs> you light him the fuck up. Cause your mom is the ultimate authority. You know what I mean? When you're a little boy, when you're a little kid, if your mom says it's okay, it's okay. It doesn't matter what school says, right? And all the moms and grandmoms and, and you know, they're running out of patience. <laughs> the ones I talk to anyway, they're getting real upset. And if they want to be that stupid to bring in foreign soldiers, I don't think that's going to happen. But if they did, that would be it. You know, I don't think that I, I would lean more towards if they're going to do something like that, private military contracting. I mean... They might bring some of them in. They'd have to put masks on them or something to make it less obvious, but Jesus. Um, Heather Badge, am I saying it wrong? Badge, Badge. Uh, she's a thumbs up to Ferryman's post. So many great points and advice. Really appreciate it. Have your own plan. Real connections get support. They tried to make us lonely and desperate. They know that's a death sentence. Absolutely. And again, it's I put it on the Telegram channel. You have to scroll up and see it. A couple of videos from him. Great, solid points. He's a smart guy, and he's uh, he's oh, we're happy to have him. He's been a solid addition to the roster of Big Tree. <laughs> you guys, and more people show up all the time, and it's it's fucking awesome. You love to see it. Cormac curses. They begged me to be an officer. I felt sorry for them, so I did it. <laughs> That's not a good sign. Oh my god, you should want to serve them, and they go. What makes you think you should you could be an officer in our military? Please do it. We're desperate. Everybody's retarded. All right, fine. I'll help you. And he says, I'm glad I did it. I never knew how idiotic the military hierarchy is, and now I do. Roger that. That being said, though, there are about three or four in 100 of those boys, combat arms officers, who will legit die for us and who are authentic princes. Yeah, it's it's rare. It's it's definitely rare. There's another there's another unfortunate side effect of the, the officer culture, I'll say, in the Army that... Uh, it really try it, these guys really value their careers, right? It's it, careerism. You know, that's where I kind of encountered that word and that kind of attitude that I didn't really understand. Like, what is this? And, uh, you know, what are they doing? What the fuck? And old uh, sergeant majors and warrant officers from the airborne days would say, oh, he's a careerist. He cares about his career. Career this, career that. Points for this. Merit points for that. Promotion here. Posting there. Doesn't give a fuck. Doesn't give a fuck about anything else. It's all about getting the next, it's from going to captain to major, from major to lieutenant colonel, from lieutenant colonel to colonel, from colonel to general. It's all that matters. Career, 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 go, go, go. That's all they care about. And that, unfortunately, is, you know, an infestation. Get rid of all of them. Where was I? Where were we? We still got a little bit of time left. Like, and this is how they treat you. Look at this. Navy in the United States announces plans to expel... Those refusing the COVID vaccine revoke benefits. Do you want a war? The Navy includes people like the SEALs, by the way. At the end of August, the Pentagon initially announced a mandate for military purse across all armed service branches, ordering them to immediately begin vaccination. A memo issued by Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, a diversity hire, at the time directed... To the secure, like I said earlier, right? It's uh, secretaries of the military department departments to immediately begin vaccination of all members of the armed forces under the DOD authority on active duty or in the ready reserve, including the National Guard, who are not fully vaccinated. However, when the mandate was sent, it remained unclear precisely what repercussions military members would face if they don't comply. 
Receive the jab by November 28th or be expelled from service. And they want to come after your benefits. Imagine doing 10, 20 years, five years. Imagine doing any time in the U.S. Navy and now being told you're no longer worth anything to us. You're garbage. And if you don't do what we say right here, right now with this, we're kicking you out and you don't even get the benefits that you earned, possibly in blood, especially the SEALs. They're called the Navy SEALs, right? It's a branch of the Navy. One of their one of their top special operations forces units. <sighs> they hate you. They don't care. And they're going to, it's not going to stop. They want now, I know parents uh, out there are anxiously waiting for a vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. No, they're not. The good news is the FDA and outside experts from the CDC are set to make its determination as to whether the vaccine will be authorized for that age range in the next few weeks. Is it just me or is he barely alive? If authorized, we are ready. We have purchased enough vaccines for all children between the ages of 5 and 11 in the United States. And will be it'll be convenient for parents to get their children vaccinated at trusted locations. And families will be able to sleep easier at night, knowing their kids are protected as well. No red-blooded American patriot is sleeping easy at night anymore, Joe. And it's not going to be any different here. They want them all. A New York City judge prevents a father from visiting his own daughter unless he takes the vaccine. Judge in New York City has blocked a father's right to see his three-year-old daughter unless he agrees to take the vaccine. In early September, Evan Shine, an attorney acting on behalf of the mother in the couple's divorce case, the family's not been named, raised concerns about how the father's vaccination status leading high-profile judge Matthew Cooper to suspend visitation rights until he receives a jab. According to Cooper, the father needs to submit to the shot because it has become a prerequisite to participate meaningfully in society every day, everyday society. The dangers of voluntarily remaining unvaccinated during access with a child while the COVID-19 virus remains a threat to the children's health and safety cannot be understated. Yes, it can. I think we already looked at the stats, did we not? It's political. The law has become politicized, guys. They don't. And it's a little bit at a time. I don't know who this guy is. But if my daughter was sick in a hospital and you told me I can't go see my own daughter. I'm going to say who I, I will say who, who made this who made this decision. Who, who's the person that signed that paper? I want to know. I, I want to know the name of the guy or girl, whoever it was, who was ultimately chiefly responsible for that decision. Who is that person? I don't want to know the doctor, the nurse, no, 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 none of these people. Who is it? Was it, the, was it the premier? Was it the top doctor? Was it the president of the hospital? Who is it? Who is the person that says this? And then use your imagination. These people are evil. They think that they they know better than you. That they can keep their, their families apart. 
to keep a man from his daughter is uh I mean they're just they're just checking all the boxes, aren't they? He says, he further continues this piece of shit. Unfortunately, and to my mind, incomprehensibly. Yeah, it's incomprehensible. It's incomprehensible, you fat, dumpster-headed motherfucker. A sizable minority. Sees him call him a sizable minority, as in half of America. A sizable minority. Not 4 5%, which is a sizable minority. Not 10%, not 20%. Seizing upon misinformation. Oh, no, it's just information that you don't agree with. It's misinformation. Who says, who decides what's true? Apparently, the government does. Apparently, the state does. The media does. That's apparently what you think. Because we live in 1984. Only the Ministry of Truth is permitted to tell you how things go now. Conspiracy theories and a muddled notion of individual liberty. A muddled notion. Thomas Paine would yeet you from the tallest tree with the thickest rope strangling you as fast as fucking possible. You motherfucker have refused all entreaties to be vaccinated. The father's only option is to pay for expensive PCR tests every week in addition to taking a bi-weekly antigen test within 24 hours of his every other weekend visits. Mother fuck. They, they treat you like idiots, like maniacs. Look at the Vayers data. There are no long-term studies that exist. There is no evidence whatsoever. I'm going to go very baseline, mainstream, fucking... There is no long-term studies. There is no long-term data. It doesn't exist. It's brand new. It's not even a year old. It's not even... When do they start vaccinating people? December? January? And those are the, the 80-year-olds, right? There is nothing to make any reasonable person comfortable that these are absolutely safe. There's no five-year outlook, 10, 20, nothing. There's nothing. In fact, there's a lot of anecdotal evidence that it's the opposite. The Vayers data is very frightening. A lot of people you seem to silence have a lot of concerning things to say. The guy that invented the technology is being unpersoned. For you to have suspicion or doubt, or go, I'm not that sure about this. I'm just going to wait and see, which is the position of a lot of people. They're not crazy. The lizard people are trying to eat all the children because the Jews. That's not most people. Most people are like, I'm not comfortable with this. And that should be enough. I'm not comfortable with what's happening. I'm not convinced. I asked you for answers and instead of giving them to me in a satisfactory and timely manner, you said, shut up, racist. You're just a whatever. You're a conspiracy. You called us names instead. When people had legitimate concerns and questions, you called them names, denigrated them, and suggested something should be done about these people. How in the world can a reasonable person say that, that there's something wrong with, with someone like this? Who, who would say, uh, yeah, I'm not too sure about this? In the, in the before times, CNN in the old world, when people were still semi-sane, that was respected. People were okay with, they would say, that's your choice. We're not going to force you. This is a free country. No one can force anyone to do anything. That is the world I grew up in. That is what we all agreed. And that is what you maniacs and left are trying to take away. I won't let you. I won't let you. Not for free. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you a lot. It's going to cost you a lot. 
that you're treating people like this, a man who just wants to see his daughter like he's some kind of insane person because he doesn't want to submit to mob rule, mob mentality, because probably this judge already has, and that's another thing. Every single person that submits and joins the other side becomes almost like a fanatic about it. They go one of two ways. They become suicidally depressed or they become fanatically committed to the lie, to the mob, to the cult, because to admit to themselves that they'd made a mistake, to look at the data, to look at all of it and go, oh my God, what have I done? That is far too frightening for the softest generation of people that have ever existed. That is far too difficult to accept for the most selfish generation of people that has ever existed. That is just too much for the weakest generation of people that have ever existed to absorb, to internalize, to look at themselves in the mirror, which they can never do. They can never admit that they're too fat. They can never admit that they spend their money wrong. They, can, they can't admit that they're addicted to pills and that they're addicted to drugs. They can't admit that they're addicted to their phones. They can't admit that they're addicted to porn. They can't admit anything. Everything is always somebody else's problem. Everything is something else. Ah, no, I'm perfect. I'm special. It goes back to the, almost like the 90s daycare generation where, oh, no, everyone is a special snowflake. Everyone is perfect and amazing. And everything bad that happens is somebody else's fault. Those people are never, ever going to internalize and absorb and acknowledge Something of this magnitude that they have participated in something so monstrous and insane that they could have been fooled because they're special and they're geniuses. Mark Twain said it is always much more difficult to convince someone they've been fooled than to fool them in the first place. And it's led to this. It's led to a generation of people that think because they're, they can do no wrong, Nothing they ever, and nothing they say or do. No, no. Believe the TV. Believe the media. Believe big pharma. Believe big rich corporations. Believe the billionaires. Believe celebrities. Believe Hollywood. All the people that made you fat and sick and depressed and ruined your lives and, and the inflation and you can't keep up with taxes and the carbon tax. Oh, yeah. These people that have treated you so well for so many, so many decades. Now, all of a sudden, out of the blue, who made billions of dollars on, on taxes on cigarettes because they care about you. They made billions of, taxes, uh, of billions of dollars in taxes on alcohol because they care about you. They don't. And that would be much easier to acknowledge and accept if we had a strong people. But we don't. We have weak people. And this is the result of weakness. This is what happens. When you can't face reality, when you don't have what it takes to even accept that maybe you're not perfect. Maybe you're not a fucking genius. Maybe you're not healthy. Maybe you're not in shape. Maybe you don't look good being a triple XL squashed into some jeans. It said fat is beautiful. No, it's not. Maybe, maybe your, your cholesterol level is too high. Maybe your lifestyle choices are bad. Maybe the things you're doing and the things you're promoting might not be a good thing. Maybe drag queen story time for kids isn't a good idea. You can't even entertain these ideas. You don't have to agree with them, but you refuse to even acknowledge the existence of these other positions as if they're, they're absolutely insane. Like I'm saying that, you know, <laughs> space is actually jello. 
And if we all just pulled our eyeballs out with spoons and put them in toasters, then we could go back in time and we could live with the Aztecs. Like that's, you're, you're, you're treating very reasonable, obvious reality as if it's utterly insane. And then call us insane for doing it. The reality is that you people have gone insane. The world has gone completely insane. It's lost its mind because it's been demoralized and it's been weakened and it's been preyed upon. And now we're coming to the crescendo, the masterpiece, the the coup de grace of the whole thing. And they're going to subject all of our people, all of civilization to this control scheme that they're walking blind, dumb, and deaf right into like a bear trap. As dumb and as stupid and as obvious as it was for... for, for uh, those idiots, those people to peddle this dead child as a political opportunity, that's as dumb and as stupid and as obvious as all these people are walking headlong, sprinting even, to their own enslavement, and they don't see it. Because they're weak. A lot of them might see it. But they just look away. These are the kinds of people that would see a man beating a woman in the street and just look the other way. They would see someone get into their their car or their truck, shit-faced. One eye open, pissed himself drunk, get in the truck and cut the car and driveway and not do not stop that. Not do anything. Just look away. They're the type of people that would watch someone put somebody in put something in someone's drink and not say anything. They look away. Weakness has destroyed our society. Failure to acknowledge evil and not having the courage to confront it and find it where it lives and stand in front of it bravely and say, no, 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 fuck you. You got to go through me first. And not only that, when, when someone does have the courage to do that, not enough, no one stand and go, and me too. Yeah, and me too. In fact, you got to go through all of us now. How about that, motherfucker? You feel fucking big now? You want to fight 20 men? That's a paddling. It's paddling time. We need to stop being scared of the consequences of what happens if we stand up to confront these things and acknowledge the very real consequences of what's already happened for not standing up against these things and not confronting them. I'm guilty of it too. We all are. But I decided to stop one day when Omar Cotter came to my fucking town to be paraded like a hero. I said, "That's I literally can't live with this anymore. There's no fucking way. Nobody wants to say anything. I will go my fucking self. I'll throw these on and I'll march the fuck down there by myself. I don't give a fuck. This is wrong. This shit is wrong and it's done. Your days of getting away with this without me being in, in your face uncomfortably are over. Fuck you. I don't like bad guys. Hello. I'm just going through a rough patch. I'm just weathering a rough patch. I'm not fulfilling with an instant scratch. Denial is the second when you live in a hole. Why does the hell make you feel so 
the fighting the fighting spirit is a it's a good time Just a, just a fleet of pickup trucks with a- angry guys. How you doing, brother? Better than um, better than uh, the enemy will be in a few years, probably. That greasy fuck Chris is coming to Dawson's Creek, BC, November 5th. He's talking about chicklets. Any other bigots want to yell coward at him with me? If you're in the Dawson's Creek area. Uh, Mo, sir, are you in the Telegram chat? Are you on the BC area one? Go in there and probably ask for some people. I guarantee there's probably some around that would be interested. Sean M. Propatria, brother. Sean M says Biden equals Skeletor. He is he's a barely alive creature. He's an evil creature from the depths of hell that's barely alive. Pickley Montero says, I think it's a toss-up. Who looks more like Mr. Magoo? Biden or Bill Blair? I'm going to say Bill Blair because he's more incompetent. At least Biden was a competent piece of shit for a long time until he lost his mind. Because he's senile. Uh, he was a much more skilled piece of shit. So, so I'm going to say Bill Blair. Bill Blair... He's never going to reach the, the levels of evil success as, as Joe Biden. Billy Mashton says, remember the good old days when abortionists were the only doctors worth shooting? <laughs> Oof, spice alert! Spicy! Can we cut that out? No, we're not going to. Our producers like Dennis and Stacy approve. Okay, I'm sorry. Berta Boy says, the more they treat us as rabid animals, the closer we get to acting like rabid animals. When is it too far? Soon. No jab, no job, and fuck, we're coming for your kids. As I'm like, that's it? It's on. It's on. You want to do that shit? Let's go. Scotianigan says no long-term risks studied or told to anyone forced to take this. Every single jab is a massive violation of all Nuremberg Code principles. It is. Uh, of ethical medical practices. Suppressing cures is criminal. Informed consent. And we don't have that anymore. Chelsea I says monk debate 2021 COVID vac safe versus unsafe. Yeah, right. Like that'll ever happen. Uh, Pogi Pirate says not comfortable with the jab is not a valid excuse like medical or religious so we lose our careers they will fucking pay mark my words it, it yeah it's too much damage uh, Scotianigan says Bigat has an excellent video about this on her YouTube channel on how medical professionals are supposed to behave to treat patients regardless of their poor health choices delivery room nurse exactly you're supposed to try and help that person no matter what whatever it takes uh, you would treat them as if they were y- your own son or daughter you know that's how it used to be. Al Stern says, how much to give Pat in a wrench? Nothing for free. Uh, I mean, I guess. Like, is, is there a need? Like, are people being... There he is. I don't know. You guys are upset about it, but you have to please the people. There you go. It's done. Hellbilly Deluxe says, I could sacrifice an eye. Just saying. Yeah, we've got two. You got two for a reason. Who needs Who needs depth perception? Hellbilly Deluxe says, a ligma variant. Eye patches are badass. <laughs> Scott, thank you so much, man. You're Gene. <laughs> what was I going to say? You're a let. Thanks, man. Just says fuck you, make me. Diagonal. Roger that, man. I appreciate it. You're a you're a big help. GGR says God bless you. I don't know. You right back at your brother. Had enough one. Happy Friday, bigots. Keep holding the line. And Hellbilly Lux is running out the clock for them to kill my job. At do it. Call their bluff. 
At least. At least see if they're fucking serious. If they say you have until November 30th, you know, do it or else you're all fired. All right, run us down to November 30th and see what happens. Maybe they go, ah, it's already happened in a few places. Uh, well, I don't know. All right, we'll extend it, but then you really got to do it. You didn't even, these people that gave up immediately didn't even test the resolve. You didn't even try to fight them. You gave up immediately. And you're, you're encouraging this kind of shit. Expert, an expert whose work on cybersecurity has been cited by the New York Times and Washington Post, announced on Twitter that the unvaccinated should be denied life-saving hospital treatment because they are not fit for life on Earth. Chris Vickery, who describes himself as a data breach hunter, also brags about how his findings... I'm going to zoom in real good so you guys can see this guy's profile... Findings have contributed to investigations conducted by the FTC, FBI, SEC, Secret Service, blah, 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 blah. Uh, how's, how's this for fucking some apples? You leftist, garbage, dog shit, anti-hate anti fucking losers? Have any of us ever, ever tried? No, no, this is all you. During an unhinged Twitter rant, because you're all unhinged, you're all insane, you're all mentally ill, Vickery asserted that a time limit of December 1st should be put on people refusing to take the vaccine. Set a date now. After that date, no hospital services for the willingly unvaccinated. He screeched. Broadcast this fact widely, he says. Then, after the chosen date, anyone cho uh, choosing to refuse the vaccine can deal with the consequences of that choice alone. You should deal with the consequences of taking it alone. You motherfucker. He said there's no legitimate reason for anyone to refuse it. He ended his rant with a demented call for such people to be separated from the surviving world. <laughs> I don't think you know what the word surviving means. I'll see you. Hashtag remind me five years. Okay, Chris Vickery, if you're still alive. I have my doubts. Unreal. This is, this is who they are. Again, I, I had a great conversation with Mike today. I'm talking about the, the American Uck Radio, uh, Mike Phillip. If you, have, if, you don't, if you don't listen to that, if you're looking for something to listen to during the day, he's on all the time. American Uck Radio, because he's, part, he's half American, he's half Canadian. He's all the best parts of fucking Diagalon. He's a Diagalonian. He's one, he's one of the original ones. He's one of the original Diagalonians, okay? I, I've been on there a bunch of times. Mike has been excellent, great friend, great guy. And he told me a story. About, uh, he used to play in bands a lot, right? Uh, he's a drummer, a great drummer. And he used to uh, play in bars and these kinds of things. He said that one of the most coveted nights back when he was, you know, a degenerate, right? I'm just, he will tell you the same thing. He's a very honest, open, you know, great guy. He's not that way anymore. He's very, uh, he's a good guy now. <laughs> he's a man of God, right? And he, was, uh, he would tell you that uh, one of the most coveted nights to play and, and Greg Arcade could probably back us up. Is uh, it was Halloween, and we talk about this because uh, we were talking about some people, just the vicious, evil, awful things they'll say about others, they'll wish them death, and this kind of thing on the internet when they think they're anonymous. And he said, "You know what? I, I used to see this back in the day when I would play bars on Halloween. Everybody would want Halloween because everything was sluttier, it was crazier, it was worse. It was people would do things that they wouldn't normally do because they thought, I mean, they're in costumes, they could be anybody." When people think they're anonymous and there's not going to be any repercussions for the things they do, they can get away with it. They, they'll show you who they really are. That's when you're going to see the real thing. And that's how I know. I, I watch the, 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 the comments on the internet, Twitter and places like this where it's just like, 
you know, some bullshit name and avatar. It's like, who, this could be anybody. But pay attention to what they're saying. People, the, 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 you know, bless their hearts. You know, these people want to believe the best of human humanity. It Honestly, 80% of humanity is garbage. And Diagonal is probably the 20% that isn't. They'll, they'll show you who they really are. When they're anonymous, when they think uh, no one's watching them, when they think there's not going to be any, they're not going to be held to account for the things that they say, the things that they do. A lot of these people that are, you know, are smear merchants, these kinds of things, they have alternate accounts. And they say the things they really mean when they think it's not ever going to get back to them. And they'll tell you. They'll say, die. I hope you starve to death. I hope you lose everything. I hope, there's, I hope the state takes your kids. I hope they, I hope they shoot you in a ditch. I'm crazy. I say everything that I mean right here, right now, in public with my real face all the time. I'm not, a, I'm not afraid of anything. Their biggest tool of, of, of oppressing people and keeping them under control is fear of ridicule and ostracization. You know, that's one of the biggest human fears is for people to go, you did a bad thing, and for everyone to come after them. If you don't care about that, their power over you diminishes significantly, and that's what drives them nuts about people like us, is I honestly don't give a shit. I don't. I find you amusing and cute, like a kitten that tries to, you know, I can just kick you off whenever you want. Greg Arcade doesn't care. Edgy D doesn't care. Tyler Russell doesn't care. Shane Marshall doesn't care. Derek Harrison doesn't care. Nobody cares. None of our supporters care. Of which we have more every day, thanks to your, your, your publicity. Because they listen to what we say, they follow what we're doing, and they judge for themselves if we're somebody they want to they spend time with or not. Because they make those determinations. You can lie as much as you want, but the effectiveness of it is waning down to zero. If it's not already there. All you do is pander to your own shrinking pool of idiots. And now you attack your own commander-in-chief, the you know brave, courageous Justin Trudeau. Enjoy that you know little civil infighting, you idiots. Again... If you're in one of these ridings, if you're a, you have a liberal MP, you should ask them about that. You should ask them why the Canadian government is funding the Canadian anti-hate network, which is calling the prime minister a peddler of disinformation. It's weird. Considering they pay for you to fucking exist, probably going to regret that emotional little spurg out. <laughs> we la- you can't handle anything. The people we're, we're up against are not strong. They're not capable. They're not uh, robust. They've never had to do anything hard. They've never lived hard lives. They've never really suffered very much. A lot of the transgressions and oppression and the trauma that they think they've lived through is literally in their head. I'm not at all afraid of these people. We're worried about any long-term. It's just everything is long-term. you got to look at the long-term picture. And let's plot that graph. Let's look at that long-term trend. I'm real comfortable with it. I'm real. I'm more than okay with it. Same as Bitcoin, <laughs> you know, or investing in uh, investing in lead, for example. I'm fine with it. Uh, let's see. 
Ferryman Stoll says Dawson Creek is only about an hour from Grand Prairie. Is it? Oh my God. I did not know that. Thank you for. Dude, the Ferryman is the recon vanguard of Dagalon. Mo, if you're still in here, Don, Grand Prairie is one of the most bigoted hubs of all of Dagalon. There are men there that can move the stars with a gaze. Okay? Full Thor, not half Thor. Full Thor lives there. He's the largest man I have ever seen. He walked over our, you know, concrete sidewalk. It's cracked in half now just because he walked over it. He leaned on a full-grown oak tree. It's now, it, well, it's firewood now because it fucking fell over. Okay? There's, dude... <laughs> The Grand Prairie. I want to go there just because there's so many awesome dudes in that area nearby there. Grand Prairie is only an hour from Dawson's Creek. If we get those guys in there with you, you will have the most fucking scariest crew of dudes you've ever rolled with. I promise. <laughs> I, we, we need to make this happen. Mo, get a hold of me after the fact, and I'll, we'll, I'll, I will hook you up, sir. GDR, aren't you in that area? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Phillips Disciple says, you ever play the old notch game as a kid? Friend sees that they can do something. You say notch, and if he can't, you get to carve a notch into his eyebrow? Oh, my Lord. It's kind of like that right now. I, I don't remember anything that savage. I wasn't born in uh, the hood. <laughs> Hellbilly Deluxe says, haven't given a fuck about people's opinions of me in years, because opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one, and they're all full of shit. Roger that. Patton, 537. How you doing, brother? He says, varsity team. Left turn! Present arms. It's getting crazy, man. We're getting into the uh, we're getting into them some, some, you know. But hey, focus on the positive for a minute. As crazy as everything's becoming, and as scary and, and intense as it is, imagine going through this without any of this, without anybody in this community. You don't know anybody. You got nothing now. Like it was five years ago before any of this existed. I have seen uh, relationships formed. I've seen uh, children be made. People are, are building cabins in the woods together. People have come together building food banks. They're networking cross-provincially, internationally, na all, over, all over the place now. It's, it's amazing. It, we're, we're so much in a better shape than we would have been. Everybody always, oh, I wish we were, you're always going to wish you were better prepared. You can never be prepared enough. Um, you're never going to feel like you've done enough. You're always going to feel like, what about that? Or what about this? Or what they could have done this. It, that's just part of it. It's always how it's going to go. You can be horribly prepared as in you've done absolutely nothing. I was watching a TV show or not a, it was the, the, the Skinwalker Ranch thing, right? And there was a, the way that, cause I downloaded it and it's all, there's commercials and shit. And it was a commercial for some show. It was like some kind of boat show, <laughs> some kind of cruise ship, a reality, basically Jersey Shore on a boat. And I'm like, these people, imagine being someone like that or someone that watches that show, looks forward to watching that show in this environment right now as everything's about to fucking get crazy. <sighs> You're infinitely more ready than they are. You know? So we don't have nothing. That's for sure. Um, 
Rumble PPC says, unpopular opinion. I think two-year mandatory service to Canadian forces is necessary for the future of Canada. South Korea has a two-year minimum service. We need to teach survival skills to the youth. I don't I don't think surv- uh, mandatory some kind of service of some kind, like like the reserves maybe, like weekends and like a summer out of high school. Like you do a full summer out of high school and then you do every, you know, one weekend a month like you do in the reserves, right? You do that for a full year just to learn the basics. You learn basic weapons handling, safety, personal response. You're basically in the Army every one weekend a month and a summer and March break and like a couple long weekends here and there for a year after you get out of high school and then you're done. As, as like a civic duty, I don't think that's a bad idea. I don't think that's a, a lot of countries. I think Denmark, did Denmark used to do that? A lot of pla- a lot of places used to do that. Because in the future, I mean, that's some, you've got, like I just said, you've got more than nothing. How many people wish they had that now? How many adults, how many people in their 20s, 30s, 40s and, and older wish they had that now? Like, damn, I wish I had basic rifle marksmanship training, basic winter warfare training, basic navigation, basic, basic, ba- basic first aid, basic any of this shit. Fuck yeah, you would. That's probably part of the reason why I'm like, I'm like, let's go, bring it. I'm, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> I've got a chance, you know, but there's a lot of people that have nothing and they're like, shit, I've wait, I've spent my time watching football when I should have been. Yeah, you should have, but you can start tomorrow. Start tomorrow. You got the weekend. Make your weekends count. Don't, don't waste time. Uh, Reverend Chad says, you've come a long way from Cotter to comedian to bard. I'm a bard now. Oh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Angry Soldier, thank you so much. Angry Soldier again says, I remember after my brain injury, driving to work at B9 in Gagetown without pants. Good times. <laughs> You're not the only one that's had a brain injury around here. And Mo can tell you some stories. I want to find something to play here. I thought I had something because I... Oh, this. This is perfect. Then we're going to get out of here. Or do we? No, I'm going to play this because uh, I got nothing else right now. And I really got to take a leak and then we got to end this. But um, again, they don't change. They don't flip flop. They don't goalpost move nothing. There's a Friday. Zero Hedge is one of my favorite websites. Um, It's a good, I recommend that one if you want to keep up with stuff. It used to be a a monetary financial kind of blog. And then it's kind of evolved a bit. There's a lot of good stuff on there. I learned a lot from this place over the years. Last 10 years probably I've been going to this website and it's not sold out. Not yet. Um... From 100% effective, no deaths, no hospitalizations, to the imminent need for 4th, 5th, 6th, semi-annual, bi-monthly booster dose and counting, here is the de-evolution of the COVID vaccine efficacy exposed for all but the willfully blind to see. Again, these people, on the, they're spreading hate and disinformation, are we? Can, can you refute any of this? No, you can't because you're an idiot. I'll be right back, guys. Play. Play it. You're making me look ridiculous. It, all right, fine. Doesn't want to. Oh, loading wheel of death. Those are my favorite loading wheels. I, oh my God. Let's reload the page. Let's reload the page. So now we have two vaccines that are really quite effective. The mRNA vaccine, highly effective, extraordinarily efficacious, 94 to 95% for mild to moderate disease and virtually 100% efficacious. Because the real world effectiveness is even more impressive than the results of the clinical trial.
shock. We've got to make sure we clarify that for people. It has nothing to do whether or not it's effective. We know it's highly effective. Highly effective. Highly effective. <laughs> Does it hurt, Vax Bros? Does it hurt to just ignore obvious reality? Is it hard for you to do? It would be hard for me to do. Oh, that none of that that's the thing like none of that isn't that doesn't exist there's no counter argument to this there's no counter a bunch of shit we're ignoring i look at everything and i'm not seeing any reason to, like you guys are there's one one side that's lying and it's not ours and he says don't forget follow the follow the science follow the money oh here it was i knew i saw this earlier yossi gestetner Twitter, natural immunity has zero. Amazing point and explains why the public discussion gaslights. That's all about the potential value of natural immunity. Jordan Sashtel on Twitter says, Pfizer currently has 92 lobbyists in Washington, D.C. Johnson & Johnson has 67. Merck is 53. Gilead has 46. Natural immunity has zero. It's about health, said the 400-pound, you know, House hippo with a shopping cart full of fucking Doritos and two liter Pepsis. It's about health. You're threatening my health. You're threatening my health. Am I now? Just quickly go through some of this. Um, New Brunswick government, another pastor in jail, guys. See, like, technically, I'm, a, I'm technically, I'm baptized, right? I agree with a lot of the principles and the and the the stuff in the book. Like, it's unfortunate. Like, the religion is so all over the place. It depends on who your pastor is and this kind of thing, right? And some people you could really agree with, and some people are huge sellout pieces of garbage that are like, "No, do what the government says." And these kinds of people. However, um, there's no doubt it's being attacked ruthlessly, especially in this country. You think a lot of mosques are being attacked, and, and imams and stuff are going to jail? Has that have you even heard of such a thing in this country? How many is this now? Pastor Hutchings in New Brunswick um, didn't implement the vaccine passport for his uh, you know, mass gathering. Now he's going to jail. He's going to prison. Another one. How many is this now? <sighs> that makes me more likely to you know, sympathize and side with these people. And then, you know, over in Australia, the Northern Territory imposes not not even just the vaccine mandate, but also a $5,000 fine for non-compliant workers. So not only are you out of a job, you don't eat, you don't work, but now we're going to fine you too, $5,000. And I told you this would happen as well. Here we go. German state allows food stores to ban the unvaccinated. Get a jab or starve to death. That's exactly right. German newspaper Bild reports that the state of Hesse has passed a motion that will allow food stores to decide whether they want to ban unvaccinated people from entering. Translated the report reads, the pressure grows on the unvaccinated in Hesse, or Hesse, I think it's Hesse, 
All retailers, including the supermarket, can now decide for themselves whether they want to implement the 3G rule, vaccinated, tested, and recovered, or the 2G rule. So far, there has been no access restrictions to supermarkets to give everyone the option of basic services grant. The Hessian State Chancellery confirms to build that the 2G option model also applies to the food retail sector. Wow. The English language report on the development notes that the 2G regulations refers to public places where only vaccinated persons are given the option to enter. The German government had excluded supermarkets and stores selling essential items from most restrictions, but Hessen's government has now put this decision into the hands of stores. Yeah, expect more. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Get it or you don't eat. Literally, you're not even allowed to buy groceries. But they're the good guys. They're the good guys. Italy, rocked by nationwide protests as resistance against vaccine passport scheme explodes. That was today. You don't get to work at all without the passport. Dockers vow to block ports until the government scraps the Green Pass law. Italy's seen an explosion of protests among the introduction of its vaccine passport scheme. Is it Italy's or is it the global government scheme? With dockers in numerous towns and cities vowing to block ports until the government scraps the law. Green Pass, which was is a mandatory vaccination scheme in all but name, forces workers in both the public and private sector to take the jab in order to be paid. Workers who try to do their jobs without taking it will be suspended without pay and face a fine of up to 1,500 euros. It'll be about $2,400 Canadian, $2,500. System is also mandatory for anyone wishing to enter a number of venues, including schools, universities, museums, stadiums, theaters, gyms, and indoor seating spaces at bars and restaurants. Although Reuters erroneously describes today's protests against the scheme as scattered, there are, in fact, they are, in fact, large and widespread. Business owner Hugo Mendez Donelli compiled a Twitter thread illustrating the intense level of the backlash. Let's see. Hmm. We had such silence in my area only during the lockdown. Many citizens won't go to work. I can tell they are many because there's no traffic. Everyone's just not going to work. Hello, uh, here it's Milano, it's the 15th of October and uh, the government passed a uh, law for uh, compulsory vaccination uh, passport and people are not happy. They are not <laughs> happy so they are uh, on strike or are not going to work. As you just seen, the uh, most noticeable feature of today is that there is no car in the street. Based Zero. Italy. Just, uh, you've seen a truck, but here at this uh, time of day- you that, old, that old video? Where are all the anti-fascistas? <laughs> mm-hmm. Where indeed are you, motherfuckers? Usually, every other day, it's filled with people horning and uh, uh, fighting to, to go around with the car. Nobody. So, that's it. Nobody's going to work. According to Nelly, despite media trying to downplay the protest numbers, there are around 10,000 demonstrators at the port. Oh, boy. They also have so much support. He has people are bringing food because the workers are going to guard the port 24-7 with no interruption until the government scraps the law. <sighs> Students protesting. There's a, there's a couple people there. There's more than a couple. Demonstrators also took to the streets of Rimini and Udine. I don't know how. I'm probably butchering all of these. La Spezia. They're everywhere. Donnelly also notes how unions representing soldiers and police are telling them to join the protests. 
Hugo Mendez Donnelly, same guy, says, those who wrote the Green Pass law must be idiots. Soldiers and carabinieri are compelled to have the Green Pass to get into their quarters to eat, to sleep, to take a shower, to go to the toilet. Their unions are telling them to join the protesters. I can't read Italian, so I'll just have to... Under the law, which is being described as a test case for Europe. Yeah, Italy's getting... Uh, remember Italy had the first real shock of all the... Oh, the, the deaths and the, the fear-mongering crazy. Remember? Remember? Remember, remember, more than 10 minutes ago. After China and all the, all the fake videos of the people dying in the streets and the convulsion and the spasming. Where's all that? Where did all of that go? None of that happened literally anywhere else in the world, but we're just going to pretend that didn't happen because China lied and people died. Remember that? And to criticize that was China hate. And that's what anti-hate these people would have said. They would say this Asian hate, Chinese hate. Um, let me, I'm going to try and clarify this as much as possible. Um, as far as the Chinese government goes, um, fuck you all the way to death. Uh, you're scum. You're the scum of the earth, and you should be eradicated from this planet. The, Can the uh, Chinese Communist Party is, uh, is, is evil incarnate. And where where'd all those where'd all that go? And then right after after China, it seemed it spread to Italy, and then there was all the deaths in Italy and all the craziness and all the same thing. And now Italy is is you you work or you don't eat. We've got kind of a half-assed version of that in Canada. It only affects certain amount of the population, not everybody yet. This is pretty much across the board. You don't you work, you don't eat in Italy. And under the law, which is best being described as a test case for Europe, we'll see how it goes, how they're going to readjust and adapt their plans accordingly. The unvaccinated in Italy were also being banned from using long-distance public transport, just like Canada, meaning that holidays, travel for work, and visiting relatives has become impossible for many, just like Canada. The Green Pass also tracks an individual's location, once again, emphasizing how it's a digital ID card on steroids. Cool. We're definitely going down the right way. Almost done. We're almost done here, guys. Uh, Sean M says, I can teach basic of all those. Find me on Telegram. Yes, do. Hellbilly Deluxe says, can't legally buy a gun. He was talking about all the, the basic skills I was talking about earlier. Can't legally buy a gun, but I think I can work something out. <laughs> A lot of people are on that boat. Johnson Triple Six has just got back from a cruise downtown Calgary. Bars are looking pretty happening. I'm curious how many people are using a friend's Vax info to go to a party. A lot. I'm thinking it's got to be a fair few people against getting this experimental injection. There's quite a few people I know that have fake ones. Ivan Joydapus. Brand new. Nice. Never seen you before. Thank you so much, sir. I, I appreciate this. He says, last unjabbed in my family, last unjabbed on the job site. As more and more data comes out, I can see the regret wash over their faces, yet they still comply. Might need to clockwork orange some rage cast to deprogram these lemmings. Thanks for all you do, brother. Death is down. Thank you very much, sir. I'm loving that there's so many new people here today. This has got to be a record. More evidence that your efforts over there in the left, uh, the, the Antifa network are pointless. Utterly pointless. We're more powerful than we've ever been. And you, well, maybe you'll be out of a job soon. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? I find it interesting. Patent 537 says, Patent Shea offering free helicopter ride for all COVID-19 jab circs. Bonus subscription till 2030. <laughs> I don't think you'll come back from that helicopter. Bob Barker says, Australia is a testing ground. They always roll out to see what works. Doesn't work there first. Australian supermarkets will be using QR codes to buy groceries before Christmas. 
That would be insane, but it, it would not surprise me. They're they're already building the concentration death camps and all the, all the rest of it. They're going to slam people in there and say, "Do it. You're going to stay here until you comply." You know, forever. Hailbilly Deluxe says the only time we can go grocery shopping with them is the only time we can go grocery shopping with a mask and ain't paying for shit. All right. Synthetic C17. Hey, you doing, brother? He says, "Hey, bigots. J man, late to the party tonight. Grand Prairie, 17 hours from Whitehorse. Yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a haul." I knew it was coming, but today they suddenly announced all government Yukon employees' mandatory penetrations by November 30th are gone. You evil bastards! Your milkshakes are going to get fucking chugged, you pricks! We're going to drink those milkshakes, boys. And I'll tell you why here in a minute. After I get these through these last two stories, and we've gone a little bit late, uh, but, you know, it's the, it's the apocalypse! Who's got to be? Who has anywhere to be? Phil, you got to be anywhere? I don't got to be anywhere. I got nothing to do. I got nothing to do. I got nowhere to be. Apocalypse ends. Continue burying yourselves. The RCMP flip flops on defying mandatory vaccine policy. Oh, wow. color me shocked. The RCMP union backtracked on its defiance towards the policy for its members while they support a Mountie's right to refuse the vaccine. It warned officers of the consequences of that choice. <laughs> so you're not protecting them. The RCMP union flip flopped on its defiance. Uh, so the, the National Police Federation issued a new statement in response to the Trudeau Liberals announcement. The NPF previously emailed nearly 20,000 officers, which is basically the entirety, the entirety of the RCMP, insisting they support a member's right to remain unvaccinated. As we have maintained throughout 2021, consistent with our duty of fair representation, the NPF will continue to support members' access to vaccines and their choice to be vaccinated or not, said Union President Brian Suave. We also clarified to them the potential consequences of their decisions. However, the September 23rd email reads, the NPF supports a member's right to choose to be vaccinated or not. The union claims we will assist and represent members individually with their choice and its possible employment consequences. This is very vague. At this time, we expect that regular members and reservists who are eligible will take steps to get their vaccine by the deadline. Said spokesman Sergeant Caroline Duval, if a regular member is unwilling to be vaccinated and is placed on leave, the RCMP will take steps to ensure Canadian safety is not impacted by deploying vaccinated regular members and reservists as required. You're not going to have enough. Not even nearly enough. Nice lie. You're not fooling me. I know what your numbers are. I looked at the stats. I've done logistics. I was in the military. I know how fucking, I know how this, I know how Manning goes. You don't got the numbers, Kathy. Keep trying to, keep talking tough though. It's cute. It's cute, you know. Put on some lipstick. You'd look hot. The RCMP's chief medical advisor, Peter Clifford, emailed a video message encouraging members to get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. He says, think of it this way. As a police officer, you wear body armor because it could save your life if you get shot. Oh, my God. It's like body armor or a seatbelt for your lungs. Or it's a death sentence and your immune system is compromised and there's no long-term studies and nobody knows what the fuck happens and rich people are making insane amounts of money and it's egregious offense on your human rights and civil liberties and, 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 or any of those things. Peter. It's not a guarantee that you'll never get sick, but if you do, it's the reason you'll survive. I had COVID. I survived. I was fine. Wasn't nearly a big deal. A lot of other people I know have had the same situation. They're all fine. So that... But Suave expressed his frustration with the government's engagement by notification approach. The National Police Federation anticipated and deserved a more meaningful and authentic engagement on this policy with the employer. Blah, 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 blah. 
blah, blah, blah. Get it or you lose your job. That's basically it. Let's go to Chicago. Just, just another example. Up to half of Chicago's police face being placed on unpaid leave after refusing to disclose their COVID-19 vaccine status in a high-stakes game of chicken. Who blinks first? That comes as the U.S. city grapples with a surge in violent crime. A surge in violent crime, fire all the cops. A surge in, in flu season, fire all the healthcare workers. Do you see where this is going? You can outrun, you, you can hide, you can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality forever. Sooner or later, it's going to come to your house and rob you and kill you. <laughs> or you're going to die on a waiting room floor because there's no hospital staff because you fired them all. And these, these terrible decisions will permeate society and people will want answers. And they'll get answers because they exist. It's not a mystery as to what happened. Billy Masterson says, oh, there's a new thread. <laughs> Kekistan, really? And the Nazi flag. Oh. Who knows a private investigator? Anybody know one? I know a couple. I, I have a couple of numbers. And Tony, I know you're a coward and you're intentionally trying to stay anonymous, but that's very easily rectified. The only reason I haven't is because I just haven't had time. Um, it's like stepping on ants outside. I, I just don't have the time. It's not really fruitful for me. But sooner or later, I'm going to decide, you know, it's worth doing. Check it out, guys. Here's the thread. You guys want to uh, You guys want to have some fun? Let's uh, tell Tony what, uh, what you think of him. Well, I'm going to tell him what he thinks of you. Of this community of thousands, perhaps tens of thousands of people, actually. Here it is on Twitter. On uh, Entropy. Feel free to engage with Tony. Here it is on uh, YouTube. So nice, I posted it twice. And uh, where else can we go? Oh, Rumble, you guys want it as well? Yeah, you guys. You never know who's got, uh, who's got accounts, you know? Let's see. Let's see what genius... He's cooked up now. They love this book. Now, for some reason, my first takeaway, without looking at anything, is that Tony really has uh, really offended by Devin Stack's book, Day of the Rope, which, again, as I've in detail explained to you, that the synopsis is uh, essentially uh, vigilantes killing influential rich pedophiles. I don't know what's offensive about that. It's a fictional book about killing rich, influential pedophiles. But for some reason, Tony really hates that idea. Really doesn't like it. Don't know why. But anyway, there it is. In the past few months, much longer than that, Tony, keep up. Promoting a half-baked concept for a breakaway nation is not real, idiot. You're an idiot. It could be best described as a low-rent Kekistan, except it's uh, got a lot of actual people functioning in real life. Let's take a closer look. Let's do... What is this? <laughs> what is that? Look, see? The, the comparisons are indis they're indisputable. Look at that. Compared to this, it's exactly the same. It's clear. Oh, hey, dude, Alex, oh, they got your page. Look, that's right from his, his me, at Diagonal on, on Instagram. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
According to me, the state's provinces that are not mandating mass vaccines make a diagonal line across America, hence the name. Not No, that's not quite it. One of his viewers saying that Diagalon could be a white sanctuary. I don't recall that at all. By the way, himself sells Kekistan as an influential creation in the Kekistan flag. No, I didn't. It's a meme joke because it's a meme joke country, right, Tony? That's what that was the comparison. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you need a coloring book, dude? As mentioned in on the Canada Land podcast with Liz Simons, oh, that bitch loves me. I consider the Mannerbund a popular song with white nationalists to be their national anthem. Isn't that a band? I don't think it's a song. I think it's a band, but I don't really know more than that other than I listened to the song and, and liked it. Um, do you like art, Tony? Have you ever seen a, a drawing of a, of a building or architecture for any, any reason? So, hey, that's pretty good. I like that. I would like a copy of that. Hitler drew pictures of buildings, Tony. How dare you? You're so fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, look. Yes. The, they, they use a. Oh, look. Them, you guys are in the picture, though. They use a sideways Roman salute as a gesture. Oh, it's a Roman salute now? No, because it's a diagonal line. So it, actually, we did it this way first, remember? But I'm like, this kind of hurts my back. So we're going to do this now. <laughs> oh, my God. As I mentioned, Nazi imagery is common with... Oh, my... Is it ever? What is this? I don't even know... Oh, crap. I missed it. Come on. Oh, it, won't let me, it won't let me look at it. Um, neither of these have anything to do with us, but nice try. Threats against government officials, journalists, and oh, and yours truly are also very common. Yours truly... Hey, it's Pumpkin! Pumpkin launcherist Brian Trache, he says. This is why my anonymity is important. It's not important, Tony. Nobody gives a fuck about you. You're an insignificant parasite of a human being that is eventually going to end up committing suicide. You know, ultimately, that's your, your fate, right? Because you'll do it to avoid the consequences of the things you've done here in your life. You will do that. That's going to happen. Uh, no one gives a shit about you. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, you're being drowned in the ocean. That's the, yeah, yeah, because that because because we're literally going to kidnap her and take her out on a fishing boat and drown in the ocean. Do you know what satire? Do you know what hyperbole is? You know, you know what libel is in defamation, Tony. You're going to find out once the once the uh, once we get your address. It's I'm waiting for a call, buddy. Uh, whenever I mention things that he said, some of his supporters will respond by telling me he's just joking. It's all jokes. No, I actually do believe you're an absolutely parasitic human uh, garbage piece of piece of shit. That's true. That's definitely true. Um, he even claims serious conversations are being happening behind the lines. Uh, it is among police officers even. So I, I'm sorry you find that disturbing. That reality is offensive to your, your, your weak body, but let's continue. Uh, a couple internationally, there's a lot of talk about guns. Yeah. People like guns. It's their right. What, what's the problem with that? They're not illegal. Are they? Jesus Christ. This is literally, this is pathetic. Um, important to point out that his supporters have no problems displaying their flags publicly. I mean, it's so, t oh my God. It basically says, if you zoom in real close, Tony, it says, kill all the niggers right there, right in the middle. That's what it says. It's, it's in there. It's in there. You're definitely not a joke of a human. This is insane. Uh, we're not Nazis. We're ironic. Yeah, we're definitely not Nazis. Uh, it's just memes, bro. No, no one says that. I don't know what you're talking about. 
I've heard, we've heard all this out like gas writing before. Charlottesville and January 6th never happened. <laughs> Boys, hey, we're running people over with cars and now we're storming the Capitol building. Bro, and take note. See all these? Screenshot all these accounts he's, uh, he's adding here because these PIs are going to have some work to do. This is insane. Imagine being this insane. <laughs> Northern BC there, whoever you are, dude. Because uh, those are people that are salvageable. You, you people down in Vancouver are definitely not. Uh, oh, look, it's already happening. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're getting the wrong responses here. Tony! No, I, you're going to have to start competing with Evan now. This, you really stress this out a few minutes. I'm, I'm, thank you for the extra entertainment. My goodness. Between you and Evan, I mean, all of the women that have ever been in my life, they've got a lot of competition. Nobody's ever loved this dick as much as you guys, huh? It's really sad. What is that? Do I scare you, Tony? Do you think about me? Huh? Do you? When you're laying in bed at night with that little micro peep you got, you're thinking about me, aren't you, huh? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm going to have to get you and Evan to fight each other. You want to be honest with you, my money's on Evan. I think you're a little fat bitch. I think Evan could beat you. You know? Battle of the micro peeps. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't normally like to make fun of mentally ill people, but when they're communists, I mean, Jesus Christ, they're not people. You know what I'm saying? That was fun. Thanks, Billy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ferryman's so much closer to his ultimate goal. Liquid Zoo says more flip-flopping going on than a holiday in the Caribbean. You know, not that we get to have those anymore. Yeah, Roger. It's all made up. It's all insane. We're basically going to burn the parliament building. You know, all those group chats of people like talking about uh, gardening and uh, prepping and, and canning food, especially you guys are very dangerous. My God, you're despicable. Hey, let's get everybody together and have coffee and exchange phone numbers so we know who we can call for assistance when we're inevitably pushed out of society and help feed each other. They're literally Nazis. Yeah, that's that was right out of that was Hitler's uh that was his Nuremberg speech, wasn't it? Food preserves and networking, I think, is what he said. And then kill the Jews and the niggers. Uh, yeah, that's what he said. I remember. That's right. That's right, Tony. <laughs> Oh, I want to keep going. I have an extra beer I was saving for later just because it came to the end. Let's keep going. This is too funny. <laughs> My anonymity is important. No, it's not, dude. No, it's not. I get actual death threats from your fucking lunatic people all the time. And you know what I tell them? I tell them exactly where I am. And nobody ever shows up. I said where I would be in Halifax. And nobody showed up. I said where I would be in Saskatoon, and nobody showed up. Nobody ever shows up. Why is that? Because you guys are cowards. <laughs> no one cares about you. You're meaningless. No one is going to prison to come after you, Tony. Good God, you're like, you're like Millhouse or something. I don't know, Bart. This is pretty badass. Shut the fuck up, Millhouse. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shut up, Martin. Sean M says the RCMP patrol issued body armor won't stop 
223-556-762-25, just saying. Mm. Billy Masson says, Ferryman, we're on an anti-hate thread. Picks of us. Yeah, you're on there. <laughs> and guess who's going to care? No people anywhere. Bass in the Grass says, my three-year-old daughter was in the bathroom today and she yelled out, Daddy, we need more rope. She wants me to buy her a new skipping rope, but I took it another way. Junior Baguette, status achieved. Being Jewish today with the Shekel Chats because it's lead stocking day tomorrow. Cheers, Baguette. It's all good, man. Thank you so much. Dirtbag Welder says, why do they keep saying seatbelt like it protects other people? It only protects the user, not anyone else. Double speak garbage is not true. It's a very low IQ, dumb, dumb argument like everybody else on the left. Uh, kind of like a mask. It only protects the user if it's a real one to boot. Vaccines are supposed to p- protect the people that take them. That's what they're for. That's what they've always used to be for, but this isn't. This is an experiment. Hellboy Deluxe says, like Alex said, we are five to one. We cannot lose DTS of Eva Dagelon. What, what, our people that are serious versus theirs, it's not even a contest. Not even close. And you're adding to us every day by acting like petulant children. It's sad. It's sad. Bro, your life is... <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, my God. I'm just going to make... Because you love me so much, you guys. Tony, Evan. It's amazing. Hey, hey. Are you ready? Mmm. Your entire existence is to follow and listen to everything that I do and meticulously document it and then put it on Twitter for no one. How have you not fucking roped you? Oh, man. This is a new level of pathetic I didn't know existed. January 6th! Yeah, when a bunch of boomers waved American flags and bro- it broke some fucking turnstiles. Rent free! You want some money, Tony? What's what's average rent around the around the country? A thousand bucks a month? How many months have I lived in here? I, I think I owe you at least ten grand by now, right? Twelve? Fifteen? What? What's? What do you think? I feel bad. <laughs> the Kekistan flag, Nazi. Re- oh my God! How are we supposed to lose to these people? <laughs> Speaking of canned preserves, Tony, can you even open a mason jar, dude? Do you even possess the fucking grip strength? Oh. <laughs> I can't wait to get a look at this guy. Oh my god. It's gonna be great. Peter, too. Oh man, you guys are in for it. I am taking you for a fucking ride. <laughs> it's a Roman salute! Yeah, get a grip, dude. You're literally losing it. You're losing... You're losing... <laughs> losing reality, bro. I know, right? Oh, it's insane. Get him. 
Get him, boy! That's right, guys. It's the fourth Reich. The guy with the goat statue is uh, getting ready to get him. <laughs> I can't wait for the judge to see this. Uh, no, denied. You're a <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough. I spent enough time with these fools. Oh. Oh. Only because I know they're watching right now. They probably posted that live, and they're like, We've seen this before. We know where this leads. It leads to... Chanting and... They're not even scared to wave the flags around. Yeah, it's a mate. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> two plus two equals tomato. Very good, Tony. You're catching up any minute now. You're gonna be. You're gonna be. It's gonna be okay. Patton says, Tony, call one 800 patton Free ice cream. He will definitely give you free ice cream. You love it. Tony, double vax, triple vax. Get your boosters, Tony. Get all eight shots. You fat, dumb piece of shit. Just tank that immune system. I know you watched all this shit. I know it worries you. I know you're showing me these credible sources, these very real things, and you're just like, no, it's not real. <laughs> TikTok, baby. You got a blood test done recently? I would. Uh, you should. Just let me know the results. Go get it under a microscope and see what's in there. You won't do it, will you? Mm -mm. Key says, Tony, that fag spelled Dagalon wrong to the gulag. Spelling it, well, yeah. I don't know if it should be the gulag, but... Uh, Dagalon does nasty says bet this Tony character gulps shit harder than a Taco Bell toilet. Um, <laughs> no comment. The Fairman's Toll says it's not a full blown anti eight article, but I'll take it for now. But you fucking losers didn't even spell Dagalon right, you fucking idiots! It's literally the name of the Instagram channel. Hacks. Yeah, they're they're fools. They can't do anything. Hailbilly Deluxe says I meant for every one bigot online, they have five friends. That's true, at least. Um, and they're you know it's really funny. And we're going to find out who you are. Dude, it's so easy. All I have to do is pay these people to find out who you are, where you're at, your name, your address, all of it. And it's done like that. The only reason I haven't is because I haven't bothered. But you're, re you're really motivating me to do it. And I fucking will. Then what happens? Maybe the internet finds you. I don't know. I don't know what happened. You probably pissed off a lot of people over the years, you know? That would be terrible if that happened. I mean, I don't know. Internet's a crazy place. Anderson Paladin says, allegedly Tony and Evan compete to see who's a bigger uh, faggot when no one's watching the cucumber aisle. Don't shop for veggies at Save-On. Well, you can't because you need a, uh, you need a, <laughs> need a passport probably. Angry Soldier says, I was called a neo-Nazi for years. I'm mixed face and my wife is black. I wish I was kidding. Um, some of my friends are married to Asians. There's a, there's a, a fair amount of first nations people that watch this and their wives. Um, there's a couple of black guys. I know there's, I've two, two of my buddies are Jews. Um, it goes on and on. It's, it's absurd. It's just, it's like, it's like wishing that the, that Santa is real so badly. They need a boogeyman to exist to justify their existence because otherwise it would be obvious that they are the bad guys because this is the, this, these are the people that are employed by the Marxists to suppress grassroots dissent. They're paid by the government of Canada to fight their opposition. But they're too stupid to realize that's what's happening. They literally believe there's some kind of uh, comic book level superhero smashing the fash and fighting Nazis and this kind of thing. As if like not any minute now. 
if you just let it go unchecked for a minute, it's like mice. You leave a Nazi alone long enough, and the next thing you know, this fucking the house is overrun. You got to call an exterminator. <laughs> My goodness. Well, that was fun. But now it's all over. Now we got to get out of here. We've gone on this too long. Um, anyway, <laughs> these fucking fools. Who's going to blink first? We've got, uh, fuck, I got to find a, uh, got to get a jam out of here for the way out, for the way home, even. Um, thought I had something good. Did I? I use that one too much. Can't go there. Skillet's never let me down before. Or uh, maybe Nirvana. That would be, you know, it's been a while. Why not? Anniversary of that album for a long time. But anyway, who's going to blink first? And uh, I didn't even, you know, see that in another article. That is basically what it is. It's a game of chicken, you know? You've got critical uh, infrastructure workers that exist in all sorts of places. You can't really fire half the police. Can't really fire a ton of your nurses and healthcare workers, especially going into flus. And you can't really, unless you want catastrophic consequences. Do you want catastrophic consequences? What? Look at all these people. This is Quebec. These are just the Quebec healthcare nurse. You're going to fire all these people. Look at them all. Tony. Oh, we got some veteran guys there with the berets on. Nice to see you, boys. There's another one. Airborne, the Maroon Beret. Probably one of the Vandus here. Probably a big fan of Tony's. That's a lot of people, man. They're all conspiracy theory, anti-vaxxer crazy, right? They're all insane. Obviously. Oh, look, there's a whole lot more. Look on there's supporters here. These are all just insane people. Because this movement that we're a part of that keeps getting bigger and bigger and more powerful, you're terrified of it because you're going to be revealed as the liars and the shysters and the schemers and the peddlers of, of, of filth that you are. It's inevitable. There's no escaping it. And you're just grasping at straws, desperately trying to cling to anything you think is any kind of branch, but in fact, it's just another guy's micro-peep. You just can't. You just love the micro-peeps. It's, it's a tree of tiny dicks where they live. And they fling them at each other. <laughs> Frontline worker protest mandates in Quebec City. I don't logically see any way around this where you can eliminate this huge of an amount of people, of critical infrastructure, of healthcare, emergency services, just the economy, you know, rail lines even. The trades, all of it, you know. This will lead to a catastrophic situation in society. It's going to destroy the economy. It's going to create unprecedented unemployment. These people can't even get unemployment insurance. What are they going to do for food? The food banks will be overrun and emptied immediately. Are you going to evict all these people? Are banks going to take all their homes? You're going to create millions of people that are that sacrifice, and, and especially these people, the healthcare workers, the first responders, and all these people that gave their time to the government. And then they threw them out on their asses. Now, call me crazy, but that might end up in a lot of angry people. People that you, you know, feel slighted or mistreated even. 
Where are they going to go? What happens to them? Well, long term, I can give you an answer. It's not good for you. Because when you push someone into a corner and you give them no choice, uh, again, there's millions of them, many of them police officers, that protect you, Tony. (laughs) My anonymity is so important. I wouldn't get used to that. They're going to go home. And they're going to sit and stew on this. This, this unprecedented situation where we're going to destroy the lives of millions of people simply for trying to express and, and live the lives you know that they've earned. Informed consent. I don't consent to this. You can't force me to do something. And, and depriving these people of their livelihoods, again, Dave Chappelle for the millionth time, because white supremacy. Tony, you lying sack of human filth garbage. Dumpster! You're getting a, you're getting a big one, baby. Taking a man's livelihood is akin to killing him. So you're effectively, uh, in a way, killing all of these people. You're putting them up against an impossible choice where they, they can't you have to choose between their health and food. And more importantly, their children's food. And then their children's health. And you think that's going to end well for you? Like you think this is going to be... You think sucking the government's tit... And, and pushing the narrative is going to protect you in some way? They're already going to come after you. You're next, idiot. No form of dissent against the government will be permitted. Like, uh, you know, all the First Nations people blocking all the railways and such that you supported. You think they didn't notice? They're going to keep a notes on you? They got extensive files on you, motherfucker. You're next, We'll see who blinks first. The government can either go through with this, cut the neck of itself, and destroy the country, and will, which will lead to an unprecedented, chaotic, and very dangerous situation where anything can happen. Or it's going to have to walk itself back and say, all right, I'm, I'm, yeah, we can't go through with this because it's going to destroy the country and, and whatnot. And in which case, how many millions of people are going to be angry as fuck that they get coerced into doing something they didn't want to do, and it turns out they didn't even have to do it in the first place? While you, while you continually lie about dead children and so on, because you're the good guy, remember? Uh-huh. What a, what a pickle you've gotten yourself in. Do you see what happens when you lie? It just leads to more lies, and then eventually you're in a entire web of lies and fuckery and bullshit. There's, nowhere, there's no way out that doesn't include pain, and you're so desperate to avoid it, aren't you, because you're so weak. That's okay. I got friends. We all do. Not you. Let's see what happens. I'm in it for I'm in it for the whole fucking the whole tamale, baby. You ready to die for your shit, Tony? I am. This is big boy time. You're not ready. Hail Billy Deluxe. Patent 537, Angry Soldier 100, Anderson Paladin. 
Ferryman's Toll. Soon. They're gonna get you soon. Dagalon is nasty. Cam is key. Dirtbag Welder, Bass in the Grass, Billy Masters, and Sean M. Liquid Zoo. Synthetic C17, Bob Barker. Maybe we'll do a secret after the fact. I've enjoyed it for us. Patent 537, Johnson 666, Rumble PPC, Phillips Disciple, Had Enough One, GGR, Scott, thank you so much. Tintarian, the bourbon worked well. I had a long night, you know what I mean? <laughs> Al Stern, Scotianannigans, Pogey Pirate, Chelsea I, Berta Boy, Pickley from Ontario. I can get you. Mo Rocker, brother. I hope you're doing well. Cormac Kerr. Hell, Billy. Uh, Heather Beige. Tirknin. 98. Desley Mendoza. Deanna 01. Cadillac Slim. David Teeson. The Blue Taco. So many of you guys. Eugenius Bear. Lost Dog. Mitch M. DJ Cogdill. Lone Stop Texas. Gooner Massive. The Albertan 06 Chevy Silverado. Moe Sislak. Bob Puhaka. Chris W.T. Burke. Philip Hungabuda. Joseph Call. Tito Toro. Meredith Halfpenny. Thank you so much. And Full Draw Scots. Oh, hey. Thanks. Gab, Telegram, TikTok, Instagram, all the regular stuff. Join the Telegram page, t.me slash raging. I'm going to back this up and run out of time. t.me slash raging distance the Telegram page. Join those evil groups that Tony is so scared of where you guys can network and find friends and support each other because that would be absolutely racist and, and you're Nazis fucking apparently. It's definitely not absurd and insane. Right, guys. t.me slash raging distance. Ragingdistance.com. Hopefully we'll be back Monday. 8 p.m. Eastern, as usual, on all the regular same bigot time, same bigot channel, 104.4 FM. Bigot Radio, the home of Dagalon, which is barely Nazi Kekistan. Propatria, Six Semper Tyrannus, Death to Stalin. See you guys soon. Maybe we'll do a secret stream. It's been a while. We never do an after party anymore, do we? You want to do that? Air guitar solo. Cheers, guys. Love you. I'll see you next time. As usual, all the same places it'll be uploaded. The Rumble channel as well. Thanks, guys. I think I missed a couple of people over there. I'm sorry. Jaded Mandarin and uh, Power Stroke 444. Thank you guys so much. I'll see you next time. Stay tuned to the Telegram channel for updates, links, and, uh, you know, new evidence about how evil you are.
because you want to can pickles and such. Don't don't invade Parliament or run people over in Charlottesville, guys. I know you're this close. <laughs> Hello, Tony. Everybody say hi to Tony and Andy Hate for me. Don't de- definitely don't email your MPs about any of this, by the way. It is a denial, Phil. I know they'll deny it. I know that. What do you mean, what am I willing to do? I'm willing to do whatever it takes, motherfucker. This is Diagalon. This is a cheap knockoff of... (laughs) Kekistan. (laughs) You saw the flags. It's clearly obvious. It's blatantly obvious. Let's let's play who blinks first. Hold out your paw. Hold out your fucking hoof. Get your lighter. I'll get mine. That's right. You ready? We'll see. We'll see who takes the glory from this field, Phil. I'm sure you probably have done worse, but I'm a human man. I'm not an I'm not a uh, trans-dimensional goat semi-deity. That has evil books that levitate around and cast spells on people and, you know, was was friends with Escobar and you were present for the Hindenburg. Well, you've got a, quite a colorful history. So forgive me for not quite matching your level of insanity. I was just going to do the old high school, you know, burn your hand with a lighter thing and see who moves it first. But it's not enough for you. Where did you get grenades? No, th- no, we can't do that. Who throws it first is a bitch. They have a three to five second fuse, Phil. Or seven, whatever it is. That's not enough time. I mean, we'll just blow up. We'll just die. And and, and frankly, that's a terrible, that's a huge waste of grenades. If you if you have grenades, we're, we should be saving these. These are very valuable. Where did you get? I don't want to know. I don't want to know where you got them. You were in Montana on an, on, an, on an Indian reserve. No, I don't. I don't. No, 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 I don't care. Save those. You know what? We'll call it all off. Listen, I know you're mad about earlier, but Dennis said you can finish the rest of your eight ball off of Stacy's backside if it'll make you feel better. You're all you're already doing it. Man, she was quick to she was quick to submit to that. She went she just bent right over. Look at that. Dennis, are you okay with that? You well, you are kind of a cuck, so I suppose. <laughs> 